the office that I work in as well. If you had to fight Mike Tyson, right? And this is like up until he, so he was I think he was eighteen when he won the world heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. That was, he was at the time anyway. He was the youngest world heavyweight champion in history, eighteen years old. Incredible. So you have the option to fight Mike Tyson. Okay, you can fight him at any age up until he wins the world heavyweight title at eighteen. And if you beat him, you get a million pounds for every year old that he is. So I'm going to ask you what uh, what age you would choose. I chose, I think it was 12 I chose. for tw- And you have to win the fight as well. Okay. You have to knock him out right? You can win on points. Let's go the distance with... Uh, so I'm going to try and go the distance with 12-year-old Mike Tyson. Because <laughs> I did a bit of research and apparently started learning to box at 13. Okay. So I'm going to take him to try and get the most amount of money I can. But while he has the least amount of knowledge... That's my strategy. Okay, but I, I only have up until 18. Yes. So, oh God. Yeah. I don't know. Like, if it was beyond that, he went to jail at some That's true. So, <laughs> I, could, I, could, I, could, I could choose any age after he went to jail. Yeah, prison um, Mike. Yeah, prison <laughs> Mike. Um, I see, I think you've got it. I think you've got it. You've hit the nail on the head. Like, it's it's that uh, time paradox of, yeah. you know, getting before he, <laughs> getting before he started. Because that's the thing, because like you, could, you could pick, like three-year-old Mike Tyson and because you could probably live quite comfortably off three million pounds but you're also a monster you're also, like, <laughs> you're also horrendously yeah, evil you're not the best person in the world if you're beating up even if it is Mike Tyson it's still three-year-old Mike Tyson <laughs> but then but then essentially it's not like it's going to be like a grueling fight no, I don't. <laughs> well who knows well, yeah. <laughs> little baby Mike could be like well bring it so there's something to think about at home leave, yeah. leave, who, leave what age you would fight Mike Tyson in the yeah. comments below yeah. but, but um, we are here Commissioner Kevin Williams for the Christmas special of the SCW podcast. Hi everyone. Yeah, thanks for coming down. That's okay. Yeah, we've we've got like a new studio now. It's not just getting filmed in my spare bedroom. Fancy, um, but we've we've upgraded. We've yep. got we've got Andy the Janney cutting about Andy somewhere. The yeah, he might pop in at some point. Yeah. We'll see. But we are here to seem to do what a year in review. A year in review, and yeah. I think it's important to do so because we have put on spectacular years in years past. And this year is no different. Yeah, and this has my been my first full year with the company, and yeah. I, I've I've joined it. I've been saying it ever since I joined. I feel like I've joined the company at an amazing time where yeah. we're on this upswing and we're just getting yeah. better and better. And it's become a cliche on the podcast at this point where we're going through cards myself and and Duke and saying, "Wow, what a great match! That like this could go either way. This is like, it's it's so like compelling viewing, really." Yeah. So and it's also, of course down to your handiwork. Well, not just me. Uh, like uh, FCW is uh, a machine. Every part has its part to play in that machine. Um, and uh, like I'll, I'll probably say it a, a fair few times, it's a privilege to be in the position that I am. Um, but I am fairly proud of the work that everyone's managed to put in and do for me. So it is. And we're going to keep on trucking in twenty twenty four, right? We are definitely going to yeah. keep on trucking. But before we get there, yep. shall we go back to January of twenty twenty three? January twenty twenty three. All those months ago, for our first show of the year, which was in the beloved Empire Zone in Perth. Empire Zone. I do. I do have to uh, really, really point out how much I do love. It's good isn't it? that that coining yeah. of that Empire Zone. Yeah, I think it was. I'm sure it was John Young that came up with it yeah. on commentary, and I remember hearing it, and I was like, I'm going to run with that. Yep. Brilliant, yeah. Because we all love TNA, really. Yeah, um, that's back. Yes. That's back. Um, so we're gonna. We might not necessarily talk about every match on every card, or go yeah. into massive depth on every match on every card, because we'll yeah. all be here all night. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna pick and choose sort of our highlights of each show, and we might go into, like I said, some of them in a bit more in a bit more detail. Mm-hmm. But going back to January, 
the first highlight I think we've picked out here was Brody Adler uh, won the championship that night. She won the FCW Women's Championship. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on. Oh. I've listened to this podcast before. Yeah. Are we not forgetting something? What's that? Oh, no, no, no. We're saving this. Are we saving yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, you're going to get your own special episode for the five questions of Doom. Don't okay. you worry. Okay, because um, I prepped the five questions of Doom. Okay. Well, in fact, you've actually brought that up. and this We should probably get this out of the way as well. Uh-huh. I'm here. Um, you're here. Yes. Conspicuous by his absence is uh, Duke Cannon. Yes. My cod, uh, podcast. Yes. I co-host. suppose we could maybe allude to that when we get to December. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. More on that later. Yeah. But this is the first one he's missed. He's not been an- he's not been answering my calls. We we again we'll touch on it later as yeah. to why. But it's just us for tonight. So that's fine. That's um, fine. Continue. Yeah, continue. But you will. You don't. You you will get your full fat episode okay. somewhere down the line, <laughs> and you will get to have you prepared. You prepared all your answers. And yeah. I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. We'll see. That's okay. <laughs> we'll save it for another. I'll time. remember them. They're in my notebook of doing Good on man. my phone. So right. So yes, we'll go back okay. to January. January. Uh, Brody Adler defeated Debbie Dahmer all the way back in January to win the FCW Women's Championship yes. that night. Yes, and I think that was a start of a real turning point for the women's division. Um, you know, the the championship had had seen a bit of turmoil um, in twenty twenty two, a bit more stability going into twenty twenty three, but. You know, like it was, it was a fairly shocking turn of events that led to Brody becoming the new women's champion, um, and it's something that didn't actually get an answer till fairly late in the year, which we will, we can, we can reconvene on that. Mm. But um, I've, I've got nothing but love for Brody Adler. She has been a, a firm, firm supporter of FCW. Um, the tactics that used, she used to win the title were probably less than I expected from Brody Adler, but, you know, sometimes it's needs must, and and she she loved that championship with her very soul. It was possibly the most entertaining month of social media that I've ever oh seen. Oh my God. It was amazing. It was Every so day. So good. It was the FCW titles tour of Scotland as well. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. She took it everywhere. Yeah. Um, and I, I, one of the things I was looking forward to when I first joined here was was when I found out that Brody wrestled here because I I saw Brody wrestle uh, up north before when I visited my friend. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, Brody Adler's one of the best things going. And then I was like, oh my god, she's here in SCW as well, and it was great to see her here. And then when she won the title, it was like so cool. And then she did this amazing epic tour with the belt, and um, yeah, it just it, it, my love for her grew as well. And yeah. she's been on a very sort of personal journey I'd say this year as well of like like you said she won the title by maybe not the best means in the world but she's become a very changed woman since then she's she's definitely evolving yeah and she was always evolving before but I think especially this year I see her evolve into something that's just like 2024 like that that certainly will be the year of of Brody Adler um, as many as well as many others but yeah. Um, yeah, she's always been evolving, um, and and definitely, definitely has more to show uh, for twenty twenty four. It was a big scalp as well defeating Debbie because she'd been champion for a long time. Well, that was it. Like she brought stability to the to the women's championship where before there was a bit of chaos. However, which we will go into, this win provided just that little bit more chaos. Yeah. 
Um, the other big thing that happened that night oh, man. Um, was we crowned our inaugural uh, FCW Tag Team Champions. Oh, that was that was such a good night for me because again I said it when I unveiled the Tag Team Championships. Like I cut my teeth in Tag Team Wrestling. I've got multiple Tag Team Championships under my belt with multiple various levels of 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 of, of how I felt about these different tag team partners, but you know. Tag team wrestling is, is something that's that's just just deeply ingrained in me since I started. Um, we had been lacking mm. in our tag team division. Like twenty twenty two was was a year for tag team wrestling. There were so many good tag team matches in twenty twenty two. It was a disservice to the division to have no champions to yeah. crown. Um, and the best way I saw to do it was just let them all fight on the one night. Um, and you know the 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 triple threat was you know Red Gate, uh, Glory Hunting Agencies, and Game On, and wow. well, it was going to be Game On. Oh no, it was going to be Game On because well, they had to pull out some. Yes, they did. It was Foundation actually. Yeah, in the match. but they had to win yeah. qualifying matches. Didn't yeah, they, to get yeah, into that match. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm 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 forgetting about that. It was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, it was a while ago. Um, but oh my god, like like but again. Going back to like like Redgate, as much as as much as you can go, you can talk about them, you know, in terms of of how chilling they make a room when they yeah. enter it, like their their tag team, just synergy, yeah, just completely takes over anything else you've got to say about them, and that's with the interchangeability of them, like that's they're it. a massive group, yeah. um, and they've had to make some changes, you know. Uh, but you know that all went what well, all came to a head because of you know um, Jacob Deacon Wild and and his crazy crazy band of misfits um, and then like quite rightly like you had the foundation one of the best tag teams in this country um, and and Glory Hunters again say what you want about them and I'll say a lot about them later um, they are they are a decent unit as well uh, and you know like that triple threat tag team like it was just madness yeah. madness we saw so much from that match yeah can't I can't I can't fault the guys in that match at all like it was just it was just a, an incredible night for tag team wrestling and it wasn't it wasn't the last incredible night for tag no, team wrestling we've got a lot more good tag matches yeah. to talk about definitely so that was January so let's move on to February and we find ourselves in Tape for Tape the February War. show Return of Retro Randy Valentine for his first singles match because of course he came back at the Rumble in 2022. So he came he? back at the Rumble and it's something that Randy had worked so hard on and and when it came when it came to him approaching me to be in that Rumble, um, there was a part of me that was a bit apprehensive. Mm-hmm. He hadn't he hadn't put the bits on for a while, um, and you know me and Randy go way back Randy Valentine was meant to be my first match ever oh, wow. um, in 2004 um, the stars aligned in, a, in the opposite direction and that never happened for a while we did cross paths eventually and we had so we had some really good matches um, but again me and Randy go back a long long time um, but I knew the second he asked me that as much as I was apprehensive that you know, like he was going to put in the work, and he was going to make himself, you know, a a a vital part of FCW and capture 
the FCW fans, the retromaniacs as he calls them. Yeah. And I, he certainly did. He certainly did. I mean, it was one of the one of the highlights of that rumble for me yeah. was Retro Randy Valentine's return, um, and obviously things transpired in the rumble and things transpired between then and February doing this match that you know Marcus the Glory Hunter became a massive thorn on his side and he got his first match with Sebastian Asher and you know he got his first pinfall his first pinfall victory in years in one of our favourite venues yeah. the Larrick Centre oh, I love yeah, it is, it is beyond a doubt like you know if anyone if anyone listening is in, is in the area you know the Larrick Centre does so much for its community and that's the one reason that we go back as well that the community comes out in droves because they understand that that centre is important for Tayport and events like ours are important for Tayport. We nearly ran out of chairs that night. Yeah. I remember that. I remember you coming to me at one point going like, like Patrick, where's where's the rest of these chairs? Like We've yeah. got like people coming at us. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Like, where, uh, do you want me to go and like, I'm going to try and get into locked rooms to like find chairs. Yeah. It was nearly standing room only. That's yeah. how many people we got in there yeah. that night. Yeah. So I'm sure it was like nearly 100 people in that room. Which yeah. was crazy for like a wee town like Tayport. Yeah, and it's it is. support us. It was great. And that's that's the one thing that that we will be probably trying to do more is visit these little towns who yeah. maybe don't have a lot on and would appreciate something as community driven as you know wrestling shows. Yeah. Um, and again, that that crowd got to got to see Randy Valentine's first win. So that was and it was a great match as well. You know, yeah. let's let's never put. Sebastian Asher down. He is one of the best that we have, and uh, it was a, it was a great match. Right, I like to have a little fun at Sebastian's expense because I know it winds him up. But you know that's just me being cheeky. With it really Sebastian. does wind yeah, him up. Like you, yeah. there's not a podcast that goes out oh, that no. he doesn't bite to. So, yeah. um, but for all that, I will always point out that he. I think he is one of the best wrestlers in FCW. Yep. and he's only going to get better every year. Yep. and I know that it, it, he was re- really wanting to win this match because he was a guy that grew up watching Randy. Yep. so he thought, right, what better way than to ruin his return by yep. beating the guy that I grew up right yep. watching? As I say, there's there's no guarantees when any when whenever any bell rings in FCW, there are no guarantees. Yeah. Um, but you know, Randy did manage to to pull off the win. There, and he used so. his experience well to deal with the antics of Marcus mm-hmm. and Sebastian that night. Definitely. Um, this was the <laughs> the start of I, without a doubt I, the rivalry of the year oh like hands down yeah hands um, down maybe closely followed by Game On versus uh, the Foundation but in terms of the singles division anyway oh, yeah. I think you can't look past Divers and Ambrose this was the first match that I think they ended up having five matches in total yeah. this year um, and again it goes back to the Rumble mm-hmm. where they had their first sort of altercation yep but Dickie Divers was scheduled to face Ian Ambrose in a match that had to get thrown out basically within the first minute or two because mm-hmm. Divers just absolutely brutalised yep. uh, Ian's leg. Yep. Got him, uh, well, yeah, the ref had stopped match because it was that bad. Yep. And um, then Duke Cannon, again, he's not here, but still well done for uh, yeah. stepping in that night and giving the people of Tayport a show. Yeah. But I- what can you say about... And again, we'll talk more about Divers and Ambrose, but this was the... the this start. was the start this is the start but like this lit the fuse I think this lit the fuse and this is what I love so much about the Fair City Rumble like you never know what is going to happen in it and you never know what's going to happen after it because of the Fair City Rumble um, and again 
that was again what people would probably just assume just be their match. They 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 had they had a great with each other because mm. of the eliminations at the Rumble. Um, I don't think anyone saw that match and saw the levels that those two were going to go to this year. Um, and I, I don't think I don't think Bros saw the levels that Divers was going to go to in this particular night. Um, certainly didn't see Duke Cannon coming in to save the day. Mm. Um, and again, they had a they had a really good match, but but Divers has has proven himself time and time again, which is more evident now than it ever was Absolutely. that he is a dangerous man. Um, That's not and people at Tayport definitely saw that that night as well. Did. Uh, what else did we have that night? We had the start of what is quickly becoming a very historic title reign yep. for Spike Tierney. Uh, this is where he won his junior heavyweight championship from Taylor Bryden. And it was in a fatal four match that also included the at the time Titanium Tom Atlas yes. and uh, Nathan North as well. The, the the noise when Spike won that match was deafening. Again, that jam packed room, seeing obviously he's not from Tayport Spike, he's no. from the crosswater in Dundee, but seeing like a local guy like that winning a big championship against again Taylor who was again champion for a long time yeah, like, he brought like, a lot of prestige to that belt but I'm positive Taylor had it for the year he had it for the, the year that he from he won it so mm. um, like, like Taylor Bryden to talk about him for a second was someone who has absolutely elevated that title to the levels that he did mm. with that historic kind of title reign that he, he put on um, he fought comers from, from all over all over the place, um, and and Spike, yeah, he's not from Tayport, but we've done a lot of community events in Tayport, so I think he was a little bit well known for the people there. And you're right, like the noise when he won, because it was it was like, like everyone else in that match just fought, and it's because of the the prestige that is now on that junior heavyweight championship. There's no other title of that ilk in this country that that people fight for and they did in that match and it was it was the start of Spike's you know run as as FCW champion and I, I just remember looking at, at a certain family member of yes. Spike's and, and like a gog is the only way that I can describe you know that family member's face and you know, well, I, I was so proud of him. I was so proud of him. It was the one time he gave me a cuddle. <laughs> ah, yeah, he doesn't like hugs. He doesn't like no. hugs, but it was the one time he gave me a cuddle when he yeah. came backstage. I was very proud of the lad. So if Spike Tierney gets emotional. You know it's yeah, you know yeah, it's no. yeah. <laughs> uh, What else did we have that night? Well, we were just talking about Brody. Yeah. And then <laughs> the chaos that occurred oh. in the uh, FCW women's division. This was the start of the. I don't without I don't want to call it hot potatoing because that's like a, a yeah. negative connotation. But again, obviously Brody had won the belt and then Emily Hayden defeated Brody to win the belt that night. Yeah. But I think that more than like not to take away from Brody's title ring being only a month. What I think that highlighted was how hyper competitive that division is. And, and everyone's that so is, good. That is the that is the 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 massive takeaway from that particular period of the year when it came to the women's championship. Um, I, I've, I've said it once already when the bell rings there's no guarantees mm. none um, that's why you should try and come to every show as well because you, you, you don't know what's going to happen absolutely absolutely like there's no single title defence that will end up as a defence that's why they call it defence like, mm. like win or lose winning or losing is entirely uh, possible on each side 
and it wasn't Brody's night, no. which which was which was gutting. Like like having to look her in the eye afterwards wasn't a fun thing for me to do because I could tell how much that upset her, I could tell how much that hurt her. The so as much as how happy the social media was from Brody yeah. that during that month, the next day was was crushing, crushing to see. Um, but again, Emily Hayden has been around for a while. It was Emily, how many belts by that point? Four belts. Uh, oh, I don't know. She I know. I know that she definitely had two at the time. She may have had more. I mean, it's Emily Hayden, so yeah. she probably did. Yeah, that's kind of what she does. Yeah. She just wins championships yeah. wherever she goes. And and she added the FCW Women's Championship that night, and that's 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 all you can say. Yeah. Um, and again, the women's division at that point was just chaotic. Yeah. Chaotic. I think the, the standard is so high because, like, yeah. like everyone can beat everyone, and um, well, and, until maybe the the current champion showed up, <laughs> but at that time anyway, uh, the, again, the standard was so high. But everyone was everyone's as good as each other. There's no, there wasn't like a clear. Uh, outrunner at that time it was like you were turning up to every show going again I don't know what's going to happen there's no like you said there's no gimmies there's no guarantees no gimmies and especially the next match that happened that night for the tag team championships what match this was their first defence you were talking about your love of tag team wrestling I'm very much the same as you I love tag team wrestling and I love the meat factory yes I think they're fantastic there were the big lads at this point. Yes. And that, that that definitely, definitely Redgate, as much as as much as them winning the tag team titles was deserving, you know, they did not expect the onslaught oh, wow. of the big lads. Yeah. Especially especially Tommy Cross, because yeah. he got rocked so many times by those boys yeah. and and like you say, it was a fantastic Tag team yeah. match. I think Redgate barely, barely. Oh, they escaped with the titles that yeah. night, and w- what a challenge it was for them in their first defense. Um, I think it was. It's, it's definitely up there in like one of the best matches of SCW have put on this year. Yeah. Um, I just remember sitting there going, "Wow, this is amazing." Yeah. And it's like, "Wow, I want to wrestle the big lads one day." <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. like me, <laughs> me, me, me. But again, I think that was the 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 start of of meat, which which really set them on the road to. You know, becoming the meat factory, um, but they're, they're both great lads. Yeah, they're they both are. great lads. Oh yeah, um, a lot of time for them. Well, we'll talk about their 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 last uh, outing mm. for us very Did, soon. Um, I noticed that Craig Berry was promoting uh, Andy's Man Club the other day. Yeah, uh, which is a good thing as well. Yeah. So they're they're good. They're good lads good outside lads. the ring as well. They're promoting good causes, and uh, good I lads. hope I hope we see a bit more of them in yeah. FCW. But overall, yes, February was a good month. Tayport was great. Tayport was absolutely Love fantastic. Tayport. So March, this was one of our biggest shows of the oh, year. Oh man, Nay Mercy weekend. Nay Mercy, and Nay Mercy's like it's it's a it's a love child between uh, myself and and John because obviously I'm a massive video game fan, and uh, we'd always wanted to call a show Nay Mercy. Yeah, well, and we did, yeah. and we did. Will Nay Mercy be returning as a show name next year? Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Good. But Nay Mercy had to get cancelled. Because of the pandemic. Oh, okay, so that one that was when it was first meant. That to was okay. that was the that was the show that that, that got cancelled because of the pandemic, okay. and then all subsequent shows after that yeah. were were cancelled. So we never got Name Mercy off the ground, which which gutted us. And then obviously 
the stars aligned uh, this year so that we could make our return to Dundee. Yep. Um, but also, like, like, and I really hope people that listen to this podcast from our home in Perth, from our home in the Tullock Institute, we will never ever forget about where our bread is buttered. We will mm-hmm. never forget about what brings us to the dance. We are Fair City Wrestling first yeah. and foremost. It's in the so, name, Perth so, Company. So as much as as much as we were happy to make our return to um, the Arbor Complex for night two, night one was definitely something that we wanted to. Um, make it a full weekend and make it knee mercy night one and night two. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just yeah. as important. Yeah. Just as important. Just as important. So, um, I mean, it's like you said, we're we're fair city wrestling, which is obviously a perfect thing. Yeah, we were lo- lovely, uh, loving coming back to Dundee to do shows there. Mm-hmm. But we just talked about Tayport, and you've talked about maybe going to other places. Like we want to be like Tayside. Yeah, you know, this is like there are there are places there are communities that love wrestling, love good family nights out. And you better believe we're going to provide them with yeah. these things. Like we've done, and we've done like the galas and stuff. But we're not going to go into that stuff of talking about them because they're not like main card shows or whatever. But going to places like Errol, for example, as well, was really fun. Yeah. And like again, seeing another community, another fresh crowd. Yep. Bringing FCW to them, it's great. Yep. Yep. My 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 wife hates me whenever we go somewhere that's not really wrestling related. I think we went to, um, a uh, a kids character bingo night. Nice. Um and. Uh, Frockheim Freakum 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 yeah. 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 um, and I'm looking at the hall going nice and yeah. she's like stop it <laughs> stop it I was like I can get a ring for this always working always I working always working um, but yeah like like I, I will always always consider these things because you know these communities really do they, they dig it so that's what we're about it's exciting to think of where we could go next year. So if you do live in Freecombe, then just yeah. you know, keep your eye out. Yeah. Uh, so Nay Mercy Night 1 in Perth. Uh, one of the biggest things going into this was we had a number one contender match for uh, the, the FCW title yeah. for, the, for the following night that was going to main event at Ardler. Yeah. We had uh, the now sadly retired Johnny Lyons uh, defeating Liston Ross that night. Retired again. Well, Reti- retired squared I think it's a wrestling retirement the, the well, well if, if anything like the last one is yeah. potentially but wrestling squared yeah. uh, retired squared sorry um, Johnny Lyons yes um, he was in against another another person who I have the utmost respect for in Liston Ross my god what a what a picture perfect rough and tumble wrestler yeah Liston Ross is um, and for, for Johnny Lyons to, to topple that was was a pretty decent feat in yeah. and of itself but I think that like the mere thought of getting near the FCW championship was, was enough to push Johnny Lyons over the edge because the one thing I've always respect about um, Johnny Lyons is his drive to be the best in the room at any given time and to win 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 championships and, and that, that was a fantastic match Fantastic match, and we had the continuation of the sort of angst between uh, Ambrose and the uh, divers. Yes, uh, yes. Pick your, pick your poison. Pick your game. poison. Yeah. Pick your poison again. This was the the start of me trying to make sure that the chaos of Tayport didn't happen again. Um, trying to keep them a bit separated, you know. Trying to use some management skills here. Mm. Um, you know, if you have to fight, pick each other. Pick each other's opponents, um, and and bros. And his infinite wisdom picked titanium, formerly tiny uh, titanium, 
Um, Tom Atlas against Dicky Divers. Um, <laughs> I think he had a plan there to start with. Yeah. You know. I think Divers took him a bit lightly that night. Yes. Tom and I think came that back was, to bite him on the yes, <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, like Tom Atlas does have a win over our now new, our, our now current. I mean, there's has, has Tom approached you at any point? Reminded you of this? Uh, probably not, because I know how I know what his attitude's like just now, and I don't really want to entertain him. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got a lot going on right now. <laughs> yeah, and he's got a, he's got a lot of built up angst of his own. Boy needs to speak to someone. Yeah. Uh, what else did we have on night one? We had Spike's uh, Spike's first defence of his title. I I remember calling him on commentary uh, when I started doing commentary a, f- a few months later. He essentially became like Mr. Multi-Man match. Mr. Multi-Man. Because why do singles defences when you can just beat as many contenders at once and prove that you're the best? Exactly. That's what exactly. Spike, In a very short time, Spike went on a tear. He met a lot of people yeah. from that championship. And again, um, we didn't, didn't allude to this uh, when we talked about it before, but Spike has been such, such an important person um, for his division, yeah. for FCW, Um for DAPW and, and just wrestling in general, mm-hmm. that like for for him to be the junior heavyweight champion it is it is just indicative of the hard work day in day out that that boy does. Yeah. Um, he's Mr. FCW. Mr. Really. FCW. Yes, absolutely. MVP. Yeah. Um, he's not getting his own inflatable entrance. I'm sorry, but Mr. MVP. Um, but you know. Like like we just alluded to, in the very short space of time, he's bit a lot of people. That night alone, got yep. Zach Swift, who's one of the best wrestlers coming out of Fife right now. Yep. Sebastian Asso, we've already talked about, again, yep. one of the best in the company. Yep. Air Miles as well, hometown boy as well. So beating Air Miles in a, a championship match in Perth. Yeah. You know, that's, that's something yeah. he said. Yeah, Zach Swift and Sebastian Asso, really great wrestlers. Um, and, and Spike beat them all. Mm-hmm. Beat them all. Uh, what else did we have that night? We had... Uh, Emily Hayden defended the women's championship, um, which was quite rare at the time. A defence of that title. Um, Debbie Dama came back as special guest referee. And um, what else did we have here? Uh, well, we need well uh, we need to talk about uh, what happened after that match. Yes. Actually, yes. I mean, as much as as much as that defence was like, I mean, Ashley Vega um, is someone who has definitely impressed me this year, impressed me up to that point, mm. um, and that's why that's why she was she was. And picked to to be in that match and, and go for it because again I, I going into that we had the, like that was the most uncertain title defense yeah. I think we've ever had yeah. because no one knew if it was going to be another month long title ring yeah. and that is why you have to come the to pressure every was, the pressure was on Emily yeah you have to come to every single show you don't know what's going to happen and Vega was poised and I think that was something that was maybe at the back of Emily's Emily's head like she had the pressure on like you say mm. um, and and then the, you had the added special guest referee so mm. there was there was a lot riding on it but however however it was all said and done Emily kept hold of the belt so obviously Miss Arthur was not happy about no. that. But, 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 we had the return, and uh, again, it's one of the best returns I've ever seen, of Serena Rose, the the inaugural FCW Women's Champion. Um, and some say she's never lost it. She did get her, she did back herself into a corner and forced me to make someone else defend it. Um, but she, she was never beaten for that championship. And... The return, 
that like the way that it happened and the sheer ferocity of the words that came out of her mouth afterwards. My God, she she definitely been watching what had been going on. Definitely been watching what had been going on, and then she tore every single woman in the division to shreds. Yeah. I'd never seen Serena up until that point, and it just it had the air of like. Right, I'm back now. Yeah. This is this is my yeah. this is my division again. I'm, yeah. You guys have just been looking after this for me. It was yeah. like very like boss statement, like yeah. coming in. I'm the guy. I'm going to take back what's mine. Yeah, and and she has you know a, a a whole laundry list of monikers of nicknames. One of them being the matriarch of Scottish pro wrestling, yeah. and that's not that's not just a a combination of words for no reason. That she absolutely. Had, like like we started together, mm. we we started our first training sessions together. Um, I was there at a period of time when there was only only two, three, four at a push female wrestlers who were regularly keeping the keeping the divisions in the various places they worked alive, and Serena was one of them. Um, and and definitely definitely returned to lay stake. To what was hers. After that, we got again one of my favourite moments of the year. Again, Amanda, I hadn't seen before, but I will never forget. We saw uh, Ryan Rude turning up in SCW, and oh my god, I've honestly one of the happiest experiences I've ever had was when Ryan's music hit and he came out, and I was like, this guy's amazing, and he's not even done anything in the ring yet. He was just so captivating. Ryan Rude is one of my favourite human beings. Yeah alive I am insanely angry he lives so far away yeah. because he would be up here he would be putting on his whatever the hell he wants to put on and wear oh, in front yeah. of a, a paying public every single month if if the stars could align in such a way um, but he, he is and, and again I put him against another one of my favourite humans Randy Valentine because I knew I knew it would be chaos personified and it was it was what like you say it was one of my favourite things to watch was just those two go at it um, and then what happened afterwards was was not unexpected but yeah like I I, I dug it well yeah well, we were talking about before about um Glory Hunters being the thorn in uh, sorry in retro Randy Valentine's side, Sebastian came out, tried to attack Randy. You came out and said, "Well, what's better than Ryan Rude versus Retro Randy Valentine?" Randy Randy Valentine and Ryan Rude in the tag team. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I think I think uh, the shockwave from that particular handshake that they gave each other was uh, knocked the front row. Oh yeah, right off their seats. Um, and Retro Filth was born. Oh, we got yeah, we got the city set up Retro Filth versus Glory Hunting Agencies for the next night. Yep. But yeah, the handshake that was felt around the world, but not seen anything like that since the eighties. No. Two no. charismatic yep. men like them coming together. Yep. It was only going to be good. Yep. Um what else do we have on night one? We also had Redgate Defender titles again against the Sea Bears, yep. uh, Rob Mills and the Art Novak. We recently saw Rob Mills back in FCW as well. Mm-hmm. Two guys to look out for in the future there. Um, and Yunji Maki had his uh, first defence of the weekend. He took on Theodorus. Yes, Theodorus. Mm-hmm. Um, again, someone who, who who definitely has a lot going for him. Um, and I, I, it wasn't it wasn't intentional, but I I 
tended to try and get people in front of Ewan that I thought could take it off him. Mm. Because, again, as much as he won it within the realms of the rules with the game changer, mm. absolutely, um, I feel the way he did it and then his attitude towards the biggest prize in the company, it didn't sit well with me. Yeah. It felt like he was holding it hostage because he knows that other people were after it. He knows that other people wanted that glory. He didn't want it in his luggage. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to put people in front of him that I thought could take it off him. And, you know, everyone, everyone up to the, to the point we're talking about, had gave it the, the a good old, good old try. And so did Theodorus. He, like, he, like, he almost had it a fair few times. Um and he, he had the crowd behind him as well, oh, which yeah. is good. Again, a lot of these people had seen seen Theodorus for the first time, and he had them behind him. But you know, like we know how how you and G Mackie operated at that point. You know, there was very much a, a, a another factor of the neo paradigm. Well, it's just like peak neo paradigm. Peak neo paradigm. So holding yeah. Jay Robin and then <laughs> Valak were like a yeah. well oiled machine of they keeping were. that title on you yeah. G Mackie by any means necessary. Yeah. Um, night two came back to Arbor. Yeah. Um, we've obviously we've not had you on the podcast before. Do you want to talk quickly about how much this meant coming back to Arthur? Yeah, as FCW, as FCW, because you know, like there's a lot of people in FCW that have a lot to say about Dundee in terms of like we all live here, we all work here, um, we've all worked here in some wrestling capacity. The the almost downslide of of wrestling in this city has has been something that we've had to almost endure to a point, um, and that that was made doubly worse by by COVID and mm. and um, certain places not really not really taken on board any events for because of you know various reasons in terms of like their their COVID rules and stuff and the second. Um, Arthur emailed us to say that their COVID stuff had lifted and they were taking on events. It was it was the the quickest email back I think we've ever sent, and it meant a lot to a lot of people, a lot of people that we managed to secure it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like the work that went into making sure it was a night to remember. Um, you know, you couldn't turn a corner in this city without knowing there was a wrestling show on, and you still can't because we are we are we are kicking ass in this city now um, but you know packing the place out was something that was definitely important um, you know we, we like you can I'm pretty sure this one uh, is up on YouTube and you can see yeah yeah that's and, but you can see the people that, that, that were just rabid from the second we opened the doors um, there's a great um, uh, sort of highlight video and I think the opening shot is you opening the door and you've just got the biggest smile yeah. on your face. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, it, was, it was just so good to see all those people. Um, and, and yeah, um, and it was, good for, it was good for a lot of people who are on that card that I'm looking at just now who didn't get to, exp- who are experiencing an Arbor crowd yeah. or a Dundee crowd for the first time. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's run through it. Well, one of those people was myself. I got yes. to make I got to make my debut that night yeah, in, the, uh, in the Dab Dab Battle Royal. Um, got in Holden's face, who punched me in the well, forearm, me right in the face, and I was like, "Oh so right, was, okay." This was March. right? This was so, March. Uh, so you had started in what October? October, October yeah. twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. and uh, got the opportunity to go into this match, and I thought, right, and I, I'm, and as I'm going, I'm learning about like the history of FCW and the the magnitude of this venue and this show. Obviously, the MLC is like a yeah. weekend show. 
I'm like, wow, the pressure's on here, but also what an honour to like get to be involved in the first match back in yeah. a venue for the company. Yeah, no, he's he's got to set the tone yeah. really, um, as much as a, like a pre-show match. I never, I never, I I don't like the term pre-show match, mm. um, because it, it it cheapens it. Because again, you're 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 adding value to a show. Yeah. You're adding value to a show while simultaneously giving yourself a bit of a bit of a experience, a yeah. bit of you know. Uh, uh, like well, this is what it's going to be like. So, um, it was it was definitely a great battle royale to watch because again, one of my one of my absolute joys, not only as commissioner but as one of the coaches at, at the DAPW is seeing you guys take your first steps. Um, many people come through the doors not thinking they can do this, mm-hmm. and and I, I get so much out of showing them they can and showing them that they can apply it to what we all put our our blood, sweat and tears into putting on every month and they can be a part of it. You you definitely got your first steps yeah. in it. So um other names we had we had uh, well, Hunter Redwood was in there. Redwood. He was uh, last alone in my holding to win it. Yeah. Ken Douglas was in there. Valak. Uh, Valak was in, Jay Robin was in. Well there's Andy the Johnny, how you doing? How are dudes? How you doing lads? Yeah. We'd mentioned that you might pop in at some point. Oh no, yeah. I'm just doing painting just over doing another pen. room there. Yeah. Uh, keeping the office nice and tidy. For what us. what are you talking We're about? We're just talking about the the Dab Dab Battle Royal from uh, Ardler. What's a Dab Dab? Yeah, we'll tell you another time. Tell you that, yeah. It's probably time for a fag break. Uh, I, I think it's a time for a fag break. Go get, go get a fag and have a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea. You want a copper? Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, Not, that'll be good. Yeah. Copper for you. That's all right. Good lad. Two in a coup. Two in a coup. Two in a coup. That's funny. That is. Yeah, but um, but yeah, it was a great opportunity for guys like myself to get a shot wrestling in a. A building like Ardler, yeah. and to get my first taste of SCW as well. Yeah. Um, Holden ended up winning. Yep. Probably not a surprise. Yep. The guy's an absolute beast. He's he's a monster. He's built for battle royals. Total monster. Yeah. Um. So that wasn't a surprise to me. And then we got to kick off the show proper. Yes. With King of the Multis. Yeah, King of the Multi man. <laughs> and Duke Cannon got to be the first guy through the the, the curtain and yes. scream come on Ardler he's going I, about it all day he's like yes. I am entering this match first yeah. I'm Ken Williams put me out first yep. <laughs> yep. And that was an easy that was an easy yes um, and again I always watch I was watching either from a monitor from from afar and just the look on his face as he gets to come out and say those words yeah. was just you know like I live vicariously through you boys a lot and that was that was fantastic it was so good, and it was a great match. Yeah, it was great match. And again, like this is like this. Like J. Robin was in this match as well, and I think this match here was the start of J. Robin turning a corner. Yeah. You know, as much as you know, like where he was, where he was aligned with, and whatever. But J. and we will talk about him later. He has put in the work this year, and this mm-hmm. was the start of it. I think he's going from strength to strength. Yeah, sure. Um, speaking of the start of things, yeah. we had the start of. Uh, Andy Roberts's uh, pun very much intended here. His beef with the meat factory. He had a lot of beef, yeah. a lot of minced beef with the meat factory. Um, but what a match this yeah. was! What Andy a match Rob- this was! Like John Kerr can move yeah. for the size of the lad he is. He can move. We've always known that Andy Roberts can move as well. Yeah. He he definitely looks like someone who is just going to grab you, grab a body part and bend it in ways that it's not meant to bend but he can also move about that ring like no one else as well yeah. so yes, it was, a, it was a great match, great great match and um, he 
wasn't just content with beating John though. No, I think he wanted to beat some respect into him no. as well. And and again, like like it, it's 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 part of. I I, I just think he, he just has to do that too. You know, the guys that 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 he sees us underneath him. Yeah. And I don't agree with that at all. Um, but what was great about it was. Like, uh, John Kerr has someone to have his back yep. and he did in Craig Berry um, but again these are the kind of things that I love this is what this is what wrestling is all about mm. you know um, you're never you're never alone if you've got friends exactly. and John Kerr definitely had a friend that night exactly and we touched on retro filth before on night one oh, uh, and this was the the explosion of uh, charisma that I think we were expecting uh, on night two yeah. when uh, they took on undefeated Glory Hunt Angels uh, and Splashing Astronaut man. Muhammad. The, the fact that they had um, Filthy Gorgeous as their music yeah. and the fact that they didn't want to edit it to get them out there quicker. They let that, that, that whole filthy little little beat build yeah. to the point where they, they burst out of the, the entranceway. The curtains were pretty thin. They could, everyone could see them in their, in their yellow and red, but they didn't care. Yeah. And they burst out there with like charisma and just sheer passion for this sport that I've never seen before. And I, we will see again. We will see Retro oh, Wolf again. Oh, is that an exclusive? Oh, yeah, yeah, we will see back. Retro Wolf again. Good, I'll look Guaranteed. Um, he posted on his Instagram today that he's, he's desperate to, oh, really? to, to, to get back up here. Um, but we will uh, we'll definitely see him again. But like, again, but again, this was a match where there was a lot on the line. Mm. There was a lot on the line that uh, you know, if Glory Hunting Agencies won, they got a tag team title shot. If Retro Filth won, Randy Valentine got his hands oh, yes. on Marcus the Glory Hunter. And guess what happened? <laughs> they won, and it was a pleasure to pop that match in the main event, which we will talk about yes. um, later on. But. But that match was, was, again, it was a good tag team match, not taken away from Glory Hunting Agencies. Omar Mohammed and Sebastian Asher, they, are, they were a well-oiled tag team. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have went another way. It could have went another way, yep. Uh, what else did we have? We had uh, the FCW Women's Championship got defended that night. It Emily did. Hayden got another successful defence. Yep. Uh, Ellie Armstrong, the plant-based, pa- was plant-based powerhouse. Plant-based powerhouse. Yeah. Ellie Armstrong making her debut. Yeah. Um, uh, what, a, what a big match to make her debut. Very, very impressed. By Ali Armstrong, um, and I think this match was really good for Emily Hayden because mm. obviously she had a bit of pressure the night before. Um, more pressure on night two as well. Well, she know. had Brody Adler, like yeah. well, Brody Adler, yeah, uh, Brody Adler, like, yes, uh, lurking about, lurking about. Night, um, yeah. She probably had uh, the previous night's uh, tongue lashing mm. from Serena on her Serena head as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, she definitely, she definitely does have a title that mattered around her waist, so. Yeah, there was a lot riding on that match as well, but you know, um, those two, those two put on a, a, a great match as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, you're right. You did have Brody, Brody, Arthur. I fully embodied Arthur, and I, that was I. Brody was very gutted by one of. I think that was probably one of the reasons why she was so gutted at losing the championship so quickly because she knew that Arthur Mania, she was calling it yeah. at the time. Yeah. Obviously, it became a real thing later in the year, yeah. but uh, that was going to be her. Amazing pun that she was going to run with. Yeah, and then Adler, sudden, Adler Mania did not happen in March. No, yeah. so Adler Adler Mania was robbed of her. Yeah, and uh, I think that was one of the many reasons she was got to lose the championship so quickly. But yeah. she uh, she won it. 
she was never going to not show up nope. to get the pun over. Yeah, <laughs> gotta get puns over. <laughs> gotta get puns over. Yeah. Um, I want merch. I want Adler Mania. I will buy one, Brody. Okay? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like she only had one. Yeah. Uh, I would have bought one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we move on to pick your poison. Night Part two. two. Part two. What a match this was. What a match. What a pick, to be honest. And again, yeah, it, 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 it speaks for how how mentally dangerous Dickie Divers is, as well as physically dangerous. Um, picked Liston Ross not the happiest chap after no. losing to Johnny Lyons the night before genius pick in hindsight yep, yep. Um, and he's seen what, what Liston Ross has done and um, not to take it away from bros not to take it away from bros because we will talk about his achievements this year yeah. um, and like and that's that's more than just what he's won um, but Liston Ross is probably the only person to win um by powerbombing someone to death. Oh, yeah. And he did it twice. Yeah. And he did it twice. And divers must have drove back home with a smile from ear to ear, knowing that he put that in place. But again, that was only the starting point. Oh, <laughs> that was only the start. We've got more to cover for this for this saga. You could do a whole podcast just on we the rivalry this year. We could. I think, um, I think it needs to be its own DVD, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> That's become a topic uh, yeah. recently of not doing wrestling DVDs anymore. Maybe we can bring them back. Yeah. Yeah. But we've got main event time. Ah, oh, main event. Sadly, you had to get involved in this. Yeah. Uh, um, Yuji Maki uh, made a grand entrance on a pole. Oh, he certainly did. And it was fantastic. And yeah. every single person, man, woman and child, yeah. loved it. Nobody had any problems with this. No, none. <laughs> Good, wholesome family fun. Yeah. Um, Yuji Maki defeated uh, Johnny Lyons. Um, to win the, the FCW Heavyweight Championship but that's not what we thought had originally happened no no and it had been building for months because again Brian Lane one of the best referees in the country I will say it till I'm blue in the face he'd had to deal with probably every defence up to that point of Ewan and Ewan obviously either using his own tactics or the Neo Paradigm Brian's not stupid no he knew what was going on, but he can only call what he can see. Yeah, exactly. Um, and again, I think the frustrations of all that led to probably the worst decision he's ever made. Um, Brian will admit that himself. Brian will it's one of those that. in the heat of the moment. Yep. Um, and and he gave it a fast count. Yeah. And it was undeniable. It wasn't it was, even like close. It yeah, was very obvious. Yeah. It was. It wasn't something I could. I could allow to just happen. Yeah. And then rectify it at another show. I couldn't. I couldn't let it like the like I said it when I went out. The integrity of the FCW Heavyweight Championship or any championship in FCW is the most important thing. That we have to have integrity behind our championships. And I had to reverse the decision. I yeah. had to make sure that that kind of kind of kind of just the way that it happened that yeah you don't want you don't want Ewan to be able to just cut, cut then come out on the next episode of Empire and say the only reason I'm not the champion is because Kevin Williams didn't do his job yeah you've got to do your job it might not be the most popular decision yeah. in the world but it was the right thing to do yeah like, I, like, I couldn't I couldn't set that precedent no because no, that's it because then what if it happens again and you, yeah and then you you, you are to re- reverse it in the future then you can say well by yeah. that logic, I should stop each other. Yeah, like there's there's tons of decisions that you can make that someone's going to have a problem with. Like it, it happens all the time, um, and again, me and Stuart go way back, way back day one. 
day one, me and Stuart, same as me and Serena, um, and it, it, it killed me. It killed me, you know. Because um, literally, not... literally taking it out of his hands, and yeah. he's like, "Don't do it, Kev." And I, I, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't look him in the eye. No, I, I, I take no shame in not being able to look that man in the eye because it would have killed me more than it than it did. There's nothing more than that. Uh, Arthur Crowd would have liked was to for Johnny Lyons to win the title, but, but he couldn't win it like that. The reaction when he did win, yeah. quote unquote, yeah. was fantastic. But I knew then everyone else backstage was 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 elated. Yeah. I couldn't be. It crushed me to have to do that, but I didn't do it to I didn't do it to Stu. I didn't, I didn't do it to to Johnny Lyons. I didn't do it to. To, to the fans, I no. had to do it for the for the sake of it. Sometimes I have to make decisions. Yeah, you've got to think of like like it's like integrity, long yeah. term, yeah. long term thinking. Yeah. So so yeah, night two ended with UNG Mackey leaving as FCW champion. Yeah. So them them's are the breaks. Yeah. So from a low to a massive high. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's one of the best things we've done. One of the things I'd heard of when I first joined, uh, <coughs> when I first started down at Dab Dub, was how you guys have been trying to get into Decon for years. Which is uh, one of the. Like, it's essentially, well, it's, it's in the name, it's Dundee's version of, of Comic Con. Dundee's version of Comic Con. Down, uh, down at the university. Yep. And then um, we managed to get uh, a slot. We managed to get um, a slot. We managed, to get our, we managed to get our own pretty much venue for the day. Yeah. Um, we're in the chaplaincy, weren't we? Chaplaincy, yeah. and my God, uh, like that itself is a saga. More than more than getting into any Dundee City Council venue, yeah. um, trying to get to Decon has been, I want to say at least a, a fourteen year journey. Oh wow, really? Um, that long? Yeah, yeah, that long. yeah. Um, they're running a long time. Yeah. Um, I, I don't maybe don't want to say fourteen years, but it's definitely <laughs> definitely been a failure. It definitely has been something that you know. It's, it's a yearly event mm. it's attended by thousands and thousands of people and you know Comic Cons are just the place for wrestling just to fit in mm. um, and just through the relationships that, that um, I've had through Press Start Game in Scotland I was able to kind of just worm our way in there and we're never leaving um, and yeah so the, the the main idea from the get go as soon as we got ourselves in there was our cosplay rumble. Oh yeah. It was honestly one of the best things we've done this year. Um <laughs> I know that everyone down at the school's already thinking of what they're gonna do next year. Next year. And um, <laughs> I have been for some time. Yeah. Um so off the top of my head, who'd be having this thing? Well, we had uh <laughs> we had of course uh Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes. Uh and his uh, potential potential long lost brother Bonesaw. Yes, Bonesaw. Uh, looking a bit similar. Yeah. Um, we had the Human Spider. The Human Spider. And Spider Man. Spider Man. Who uh, eventually lost to our um, was last one by our eventual winner yep. Shrek. Yep. Now, if anyone's watched into the Spider Verse or across the Spider Verse, yeah. um, we we pretty much are part of the Spider Verse. Yeah. There, there, there's a universe that exists. Our universe where. Um, both Spider-Men are wrestlers in, in a, a local Dundee yeah. and Perth promotion. We are in our canon. We are so, so canon. Yeah. Um, who else do we have? Oh, we had, we uh, I, tu- I turned up as uh, what you dubbed actual age. Actual age. Yeah. 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 Aged 
appropriately with the anime. He would look like me. He would look like, he would look like <laughs> Patrick, Patrick Patersky. Yeah. Um, and we had Solid Snake, yeah. who... Uh, oh, yeah, that was great. That was great. Uh, that was so good. Not Rich Money fan, but yeah. he did. He, he turned up that day with a very good costume. Yep, yep, very good. Got like, I think the cardboard box was the best part of the costume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we had uh, Wario, Wario, we had Thor. Who else did we have? The Doctor was in there. The Doctor was in there, not yeah. very long. Um, who else did we have? Doctor Dur Dur Dur. Doctor Dur, like, again. From, I, what was that from? A, I I used myself when uh, when I, I don't know like the kids' references, but um, I couldn't believe that you didn't know something. Yeah. Like yeah yeah. <laughs> I like, didn't know I, what it was either. Like I I'm 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 fairly clued up on a lot of yeah. like uh, geekery stuff, but you know can't do it all. What was it was it a f- some a character from Phineas and Ferb? Uh, it's Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, definitely Phineas. The Ferb. doctor from Phineas and yeah, Ferb yeah. in his co lab co. Yeah. Um, we, we had Tom Cena. Tom Cena, yeah. who is actually one of my favourite entrants in the in that rumble. Um, who else? Marcus the um, Glory Hunter as Hank Scorpio. That was sensational. Oh my god! Yeah. that was perfect. Yeah. I think it's still his profile picture. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, we had um, contestant. What's what's the what was the chosen one's number? I can't the squid remember game. What, but it was the yeah the squid game. The squid game. The yep. that was Hunter yep. Samson. Yep. Uh, but Frank Gallo is Scheme Tiger Mask. Scheme Tiger Mask. Yep. I threw a Pokeball on, but and then we work. had like one of the best things I think I've ever seen. Um, Dio. Yes, Duke Cannon. Yeah. Freezing time. Yeah. Kicking everyone the nuts and then re re-engaging time. Yeah. Oh my god, that couldn't have gone any better. Mm. And then we had the PS, the resistance. What were we all doing in his swamp? It mm. was Shrek coming in to do exactly the same spots. People should really people should really have known what was going on. Yeah. The exact same spots from the movie, winning <laughs> winning the cosplay battle royale, pointing to not the WrestleMania sign, but Jesus it himself. Jesus. It's Jesus himself. So is Shrek gonna get a shot at the title at the Decon next year then. Uh, I mean, I think he's earned it. Potentially, yeah. Whoever Potentially. Is, so whoever is the champion like going into that show, you yeah. know, you're going to have to defend against John Kerr as Shrek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I we God. do we do need to mention um, Jay Robin because he'll kill us if we don't. Oh yes. Um, why didn't you mention me? I yeah, was like, yeah. I was the hardest working guy in that rumble. Um, by in terms of costumes, he definitely yeah. was. Yeah, the three faces of uh, three faces of Martin McFly. Martin McFly yes. I, I'm, look, I ho- I'm hoping that this can become an annual thing now, and that somebody has to take on the mantle of the three faces of something for yeah. every year. Oh no, that's, so that's definitely, we'll definitely doable. So come to Decon next year and see who does that. But again, these things, these things, as as fun as they are, it allows people just to relax and be creative. Yeah, um, and and perform. Um, but Wrestling we also had, is fun. But we also had a lot of people having like you know like the first matches as well. Well, this is in it. an we environment have... that doesn't have a lot of pressure attached no. to it. So that's how people get better. And as well as like you, you said that yourself, there, Kim. As well as that cosplay rumble to obviously it was a, a love letter to Decon essentially that match. We had a full card as well. We had championships defend. We had Spike Tierney defending his championship twice in one day. King of the Maltese. Yeah, King of the Maltese. He defeated. Uh, he defeated Rich Money that day. So uh, yeah, if it's not a multi-man match, you were with multi-matches. Yeah. Yeah. So he defeated Rich Money that day in the opening match, and then uh, in the main event later on, he defeated Zach Swift. Yep. We also had uh, Frank Gallo and Hunter Sampson defeating um, a weird team that day of Tom Atlas and Sebastian Asher. Yeah. Um, we had Yuji Maki defending his, uh, his championship against Duke Cannon. Um, he then had a match later on uh, against Ken Douglas. It's the first match. First, first singles first, match. First singles match. Yeah. And uh, 
uh, Hunter Redwood also had his first uh, singles match as well in defeating Sebastian Ash. So yeah, another good platform for guys from the training school yep. um, to decon. Hopefully that continues uh, in the yep. future. Yep. Um, but the decon was great. Just Cap- follow decon on Instagram and yeah. you'll see everything they've got going on. We are definitely in talks for making what we're going to do this year bigger and better. So we'll go on to April now. Yes. Um, again, another highlight of the year for me was um, arguably SCW's biggest fan. We Charlie get involved in this match. Charlie Bochico defeated Jay Robin. Um, the one thing about FCW that I've never seen before, and again I've been around since two thousand four. The the number of sheer families that that come to every show. I know it's great, and they they care about the guys because the guys put a hundred and ten percent into everything they do. Um, and little Charlie who's probably at the top of the tree of yeah. people that care he brings signs every month and um, we were on a Christmas night out last night yeah. I, was, I was having a wee chat with Cairn Douglas yeah. and it's become like the general consensus now in the school that you know that you've made it in SCW if Charlie makes a sign about you yeah. that's the goal that is, that the, is goal. the goal so and, and feel free to make me a sign at some point Charlie and again like this is this is the unique thing about FCW this is why people are, like email me month on month to get a spot in FCW because if you go to FCW you will be put in front of a crowd that will absolutely latch on to you um, and, and care yeah. um, and you get to see them month after month and that's, that's the joy of being able to do month for month we are in such a lucky position that the 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 Tullet crowd the Perth crowd come out month after month for us it's great and it's like they've got like you said mentioned the same families coming every month it's great when you do see them come in it's like their season ticket holders at a football yeah. match something as well because yeah. they're always in the same spots yeah you've got like yeah. again I can picture in my head you've got that family who sit at that side of the ring you've got that family that well, where commentary used to be they'll sit like beside the entrance yeah. You've got like wee Alfie as well. Oh, wee Alfie. Is, is, and you and G Mackey brought it up at the last show that he was sitting in a different seat. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the kind of funny thing yeah. that like... <laughs> what you did there? <laughs> yeah, no, you might be like two seats <laughs> to the right. That's not where you sit. <laughs> um, but April, yeah, so we had that... Um, Charlie got involved to help count the pen, I think, in that yeah, match, if I remember correctly. Uh, what else did we have that night? We had Caleb Ahala, um defeated Deacon Matthews. Again. Yeah. Meet... On meat, big meaty men. Big meaty men. I do like the meat division. The, the meat SCW. division. Yeah, we do have a, we do have a meaty division. Yeah. Um, the FCW tag team champions. We had well, the new champions at that point. Yep. Game on, toppling um, the Redgate. Now, uh, well, this was the first time we'd seen Redgate sort of use the free build rule. Yes. Um, I think JD Wild. Well, whether they, they never really confirmed this, but yep. I suspect JD Wild might have had a bit of an injury at the yeah. time. But Redgate, they don't really tell you anything. They, like, they, they're, they're certainly not people that answer their emails. You don't see them for a month. Yeah. You don't see them on the sh- day of the show. They turn up for their match. They yep. walk in and then they walk out, and you do you don't see them for a month again. Yeah. But who turned up that night was Samuel yep. and Tommy Cross he filled in for JD Wilde but unfortunately uh, for them they didn't come away with titles and Duke Cannon and Nathan Knopf started off their run as tag yep. team and again like like, like, like I say like, again it was a while ago so I did actually forget that, that Game On weren't in the final yeah. for it for, for this was like very I, very legitimate reasons that they weren't in the yeah, final I, I think this was a good call from yourself mm-hmm. because they didn't get their opportunity they didn't get their opportunity so let's give them a shot they had an amazing like match, match of last year I think again oh the tables match yeah the tables yeah. match not 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 to not to disparage anything else that happened last year because mm. there was pro- there was absolutely a lot of good things that happened last year um, 
but one of one of the things that did happen was that tag team tables match main event yeah. should have been for the tag team titles. It wasn't to it wasn't to be that night, but you know that match there should have been for the tag team titles. Well, this made wasn't, up for it for sure, and and this completely made up for it. Um, you know, like like Duke and Nathan North, they definitely had a a, a rocky patch up to that point. There was a lot going on. Yeah. Um, but. When, 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 and that's the thing I really like about Game On when it is time to sit down, focus, knuckle down and clutch at the last possible second yeah. Game On's going to do it and they did they won the Tag Team Championship I, I, one of my favourite moments of, of, of last year was being the first one to meet them when we came backstage it was emotional Not gonna, no shame in that um, and and they made me and everyone else proud by winning the tag belts from, yeah, from Reggae. it was fantastic. Uh, with Spike Tierney defeating Solar that night, Solar's one of the most incredible wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. Solar, I am, I am completely gutted he's on the injured list yeah. just now. Um, he would have he would have had so much more to offer FCW yeah. this year had he not been injured. Um, but, you know, like I've, I've just told him the door's open the, the, second, he's, the second he's there. But, I mean, him versus Spike, what, uh-huh. what else? And, like... Spike had, had so many defences at this point as well, yeah. but he just kept on trucking, kept yeah. going. Yeah, but um, um, this was probably the first singles yeah. defence that he had that or, wasn't, or, wasn't or, a decon. Or if he didn't have only <laughs> well, one singles match yeah. in one day. Yeah, he just had that match to worry about. <laughs> um, but again, Spike proved a lot that night as well. Yeah, and we had Serena Rose uh, uh, winning back the crown that she didn't actually lose in the ring. As much as... as, much as uh, I had a lot to say to her yeah. before she dropped the title um, and after she came back. Her winning the title this night definitely restored some order. Mm. Things feel and have felt how they should be. Um, she put the she put the division on notice and she backed it up. So there's not much more else I can and say to beat, that. And she beat the three previous champions in the one match. She beat yeah. Emily Hayden, Debbie Dahmer and Brody Adler. Yeah. Statement what, of intent, to say what the least. better way to, to prove... You're the you're the champ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yunji Maki defended his title again against his former tag team partner Taylor Brighton. And uh, the main event of that night, oh my god, what a match. Retro Randy Valentine defeating Marcus Hunter by pinfall with God's gift to refereeing Sebastian Asher. God's gift to refereeing. Uh, and, and, special and very Sean Michaels uh, attitude era ref. They were very short shorts. They were short shots <laughs> to say the least. Oh boy. Um but you know, as much as as much as Yunji Maki versus Taylor Bryden was a match to behold, especially because again I thought Taylor Bryden was going to be that person to take it from you, and thinking that they had the history there, that was my mm. reasoning behind it as well as Taylor Taylor Bryden being like one of the best in the country. Um, that match couldn't have been the main event. There was there was no no easier decision than to make Randy Valentine versus Marcus Huntley Glory Hunter. The main event. Well, this was like the culmination of like six months worth of, exactly. of, of build up, essentially. Exactly, and and again, like the 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 Dundee crowd got to see why this match occurred. Yeah, but it was the Perth crowd that really get got deserved to see. That oh, absolutely! Match. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. deserved to absolutely. see. Randy Valentine get his hands on Marcus the Glory Hunter because again he parades around with no socks and a superior attitude and and the Perth crowd hate him. 
Yeah. Absolutely hate him. And he gets fake crowd noise piped in for his entrance. Yes, he does. Coming out of the back of the ring van. Yes. Trying to make us think that it was some sort of grand thing. Like, what yeah. is he doing? What? Who does he think he is? Is he? Tr- it's like he was trying to make it something. He's, de- he's definitely an only child. I can tell you yeah. that much. He's definitely an only child. I think it was a good idea in his head. Yeah. But when I was, I remember watching. What's he doing? Why yeah. is he playing that? And so ra- and but, Randy battered him. But uh, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. Um, Randy's Randy's inner Arbrothian was definitely out there. <laughs> so no, that was that was fantastic. Uh, on to May now. May, right? This was massive. I think oh. this might have been my it might have been my first night on commentary actually. Yeah. And what a earth shattering thing this was. Tommy Cross became the first man to defeat the mighty Caleb Von Hall in SCW. Which is which is a game. Massive, because even the champ hadn't beaten. Yeah. Hadn't beaten. I mean, like the champ had beat Johnny Lyons to beat the belt. To, yeah. To, yeah, to you, win the belt. You and, uh, I think you and Mark had defended. He previously unsuccessfully uh, challenged Caleb, and mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, so yeah. No, nobody had done it. Nobody, had, nobody had done it. Tommy Cross is is the only person to have that particular notch on his belt. Um, and again, it just it just speaks for. Speaks for Tommy Cross as an individual and Redgate as a unit as well. Yeah. You know they were definitely a part of it. But Tommy's got a massive future, massive, massive future, massive and it was future. a massive win and it was a massive match. So yeah, yeah fair play to him. Uh, what else do we have that night? Uh, one of the best female wrestlers in Scotland turned up in FCW that night. Molly yes, Spartan. Molly Spartan. But she was not backed by Serena Rose. Yep, that's what she does in FCW. Uh, th- 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 there's something to be said to talking a good game and then. Backing that, yeah. backing that up, and Serena does it, yeah, and, she does. and there's there's no two ways around it. Um, but Molly Spartan again, someone who someone who was meant to be debuting at No Mercy before No Mercy before yeah. we we um, had to leave for 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 COVID, and you know I I don't think Serena was was ready for Molly Spartan initially no. because yeah she got she got chucked around like a, a pair of wet trackies, <laughs> um, but you know. Serena brought it. She does have like one of the best kicks in this game. Can we see the check kicks? Can we see the markers, check kicks? Yeah. Yep. So but I used to mistake. You touched on it. I used to mistake Serena's confidence for arrogance, but it isn't arrogance if you're backing it up every month. And she is not. backing it up every month. Certainly not. She calls her shots and she yep. she falls through. Yep. Uh, what else did we have that night? I know I keep saying this, but here we go. I'm just looking at my list here. Yeah. Ian Ambrose versus Sebastian Asher that night. That I was sports entertained. This was Ian going into high high sports entertainment gear mode here. There's there's a lot of times when I'm like, right, Ian. <laughs> I genuinely and and there's there's more evidence to this later in the year. I like Ian do what he wants. Like quite right. He's he's not he's not a horse to be tamed. <laughs> he's not someone to be put in a box. <laughs> What's Ian going to do this month? Dunno. Ah, Dunno. Dunno. Another reason just to buy your ticket to yeah. see what Ian Ambrose does. Yeah, it will be crazy. Um, you know, we had we had Marcus in a wheelchair, yeah. um, which I think he just bought for himself because you know, right, there's certainly there's certainly there was certainly no uh, real evidence that he needed one. No. Um, and um, he he got an Ian Ambrose on him for for the struggle. So uh, that was. <laughs> That was that was a, a silly thing to do with Ian Ambrose kicking yeah. about. Um, but again, don't was, give him ideas. No, don't give him ideas. <laughs> that was that was a, a a great match as well. Um, 
thoroughly sports entertained. Yeah. Heavyweight Championship match that night. This was a banger. Oh. Tullock Street Fight. Yep. Yuji Maki defeating uh, Zack Dynamite by pinfall that night. Yep. That was, and, but it nearly ended very quickly um, because I remember Zack Dynamite getting you up for a GTS. And I was like, oh my god, is this it? Is this, yep. is this Zack just going to come in, yep. hit him with one move, and then that's it? But you barely kicked out. Yep. And then the two of them just, just, just again, battled each other. To fuck. There, there was a spot on the toilet floor that is just specifically designated. Exactly. For, for for Zach, Zach he's got a, a very bad relationship with that floor. He, really he ends does. up on it a lot. And I, I, I genuinely worry for that man's health, especially in a match that's a street fight. Yeah. Um, but, but this was the start of me really, really like. Like Zach Dynamite's one of these people who personify professional and and when again being in the position of right Zach, I need you to do everything you can to try and take that belt. Yeah. So at least someone's got a bit of pride behind it and, and he took that and ran with it and he honestly tried so hard and nearly came up winning a couple of times. But Ewan Ewan was to give him his credit. As much as he hated having the championship, he certainly fought to defend it. Mm. Um, I had the pleasure of doing a seminar recently with Zach Dynamite and Ryan Riley, and that mm-hmm. word professional is definitely very fitting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got nothing but good things to say about Zach. Um, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll touch on these later. Yeah, I know. As bad as a wrestler, <laughs> yeah. like, you can see why he's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you know what I mean. I can, yeah. Yeah, I can see why he is so successful. Because the way he carries himself in training yeah. is like, like, wow, this is something I want to try and yeah. get to one day. Yeah. Um, Dickie Divers defeated Luke Matthews by pinfall that night. Mm-hmm. A, a guy that I always like, um, seen turning up in FCW, Luke Matthews. Yeah, it's very unique. Yeah. Very unique. Um, well, we'll definitely see him more. Um, but, you know, Divers, what, what can you say about him? Um, and, and Luke Matthews is a dangerous man with his feet. Like we've definitely seen that. So is Divers. Yeah. So is Divers. He's he, he's proven a lot on on this early run of the year, um, especially knocking off someone like Duke as well, who's definitely dangerous with his feet. Oh, um, and Luke Matthews. So. And we had a junior heavyweight championship match that night as well. King of the Mullies. Yeah, it's King of the Mullies man match. <laughs> Spike Tierney defeating uh, Omar Muhammad and Grant McIver, who I believe is still doing the wrestling. He's still doing the wrestling. Yes. Um, yeah. Again. Spite another I mean, yeah. multi man defence for Spike. But again, this was this was a, a, a slightly different King of the Multis because Omar Muhammad was not scheduled. He had his birthday bash. Oh yes, he was I given remember. a birthday yeah. present, which yeah. was a junior heavyweight title match. Um, his birthday bash was actually something to behold, I have to say. Um, but again, for Spike Tierney to think it's a singles match, turn into a triple threat, and still come out, you know, uh, on top. Um, and then we got the probably the uh, photo of the year of uh, Muhammad getting a uh, <laughs> a cake in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yes, wrestling <laughs> into the summer now. Ah, oh, summer! What a summer it was, and, Patrick. I know, right? And then June, what June show? We had Game On defending their championship against Glory Hunting Agencies. Um, again, four four of the best in the country, in my opinion. Yep. But one of the, probably the biggest thing about this match well, uh, after Game On uh, defended was Omar Muhammad getting kicked to the curve by Marcus and Sebastian. And and, and that just that just it, it really solidifies the person that Marcus is. Like if something wasn't going his way, yeah. 
Settlement looked down at him. Must have been someone else's fault. Like sack him. Yeah. And I, I didn't agree with that at all. I really didn't agree with that. Well, speaking of sacking, you ended up coming out and firing Marcus. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I did. I had like he had, had more than more than enough of hearing what he had to say about about management. Like, you know, there there are other things going on in the world of professional wrestling that have nothing to do with the people that work day in, day out to put it together. Um and I just had enough. I just had enough. Um and yeah, like sacking him was, was fairly satisfying, I have mm. to say. I have to say. And then he was kicked off kick, uh, kicked away kicking and screaming, pulled off kicking and screaming. <laughs> uh, that night we also saw Tommy Cross defeating Ryan Riley again. Tommy went on that, that tear earlier on this year, he was beating everyone. Yep. Um Emerson Jane, again one of the best matches I think in SCW this year. Um I remember watching this and I really enjoyed it. Emerson Jane defeating Zach Dynamite that night. Um, and she needed to do a lot to put Zach away. Oh God, a I, lot yeah. to put Zach away. Yeah. Um, there, there's a lot that are saying that Zach, like you know, like he this close, this close. Yeah. But you know, there was a lot fired in. Yeah. You could run that match ten times and yeah. be a different winner each time. Yeah. And then this this next match, my God. Yeah. My God. Um, Spike Tierney versus Nitro Green ended in a no contest. Um, Spike Tierney suffering. Um, probably the worst injury we've we've had to face uh, in FCW, and it's just it's the the reminder that um, this isn't ballet. Yeah, that old, yeah. Uh, and it's not it's not a, it's not a cliche by any by any stretch. It's not. It's it's certainly what we do is dangerous. Mm-hmm. What we do um, has an impact on people's health, um, and I know I know that a lot of people think that you know we should probably have had Nitro Green back to finish this this story I can tell you now that will happen there you go that will happen um, but at that point it was just about making sure that Spike was okay oh yeah and that's because that's the bigger picture that was the bigger you can, picture you can, you can always have the match again yeah, um, yeah. Um, but you need to make sure that the wrestler yeah. is healthy that's, yeah because yeah. that's again all this goes out the window as you need to make sure that he's okay yep thankfully he was as thankfully well. he was again MVP and uh, we, we definitely definitely had uh, some lessons learned that night yeah. for sure um, but when Nitro Green does come back you do know that he's going to be going for a, probably yeah. a similar strategy because why he knows. it's not broken he, don't he, fix it he, eh? he knows he's he maybe knows found what a, to do. maybe he's found the one weakness that Spike Thierley has Spike can throw himself off anything in any given way, shape, or form, um, doesn't doesn't make much of a difference when your your head's knocked off your shoulders. Exactly. So for all the fancy moves we have in wrestling, especially these days, yeah, something simple as a, a forearm to the face can can end it. Yep. So we'll, we'll see what see. happens. I'll look forward to this in the future. Then yeah. that's good to know that we're going to where SW's been looking into getting that match back. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to. We yeah. also had looking sharp that night. Um, take on one of the students in Big Mac. Yep, it was a, a looking sharp dojo of excellent excellence yep. open challenge, um, and again, like I like I love looking sharp because Blood Tourist is not just a moniker. No. He he absolutely personifies someone who gets out there and gets among amongst it. Yeah. Um, I saw the other day that he's he's off to Mexico next year. Yeah, and that's that's entirely what what every young wrestler should be doing and. He's he's offered his services to help people go out and do these kind of things, and people should be taking people up 
on on these things and, and getting themselves out there. Um, but I, like he <laughs> he asked me to pick, so I picked Mike Bick because I thought it'd be funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I I, told, I didn't tell me it was. Um, and Big Mick again is someone who's just fairly impressive. He's a big guy. He reminds me of Bam Bam Bigelow to mm. to an extent. Um, maybe a, a scheme Bam 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 Bigelow. Um, and yeah, those two, those two definitely earned their earned their 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 place in the card. They they definitely fulfilled their duties on that shift because obviously we had a bit of a downer with what had happened to Spike and those guys brought the crowd back up yes. and, and definitely helped the uh, the overall card so my, my absolute tip of the cap to these two for putting on a, a very good match at the time when we needed it the most well they brought the crowd back up yeah. just in time for the main event that night which was an epic um, oh. a roller coaster of a match oh my god Kale Valhalla came out on top in the end he yeah. defeated Junji Maki uh, in extra time to win the uh, heavyweight championship in an Ironman match First Ironman match I think we've ever done. First Ironman yeah. match, and again, like there was there was a lot going on that night, and kudos to Brian for again. There's a lot going on, um, and there was a lot going on with the paradigm as well, mm. um, and in those kind of matches that that could have been very easy to to chuck a couple of points on the board either mm. way. Um, and and I think I think he kept it as as controlled as he could, but like I'll never forget the tension backstage and the tension around the ring as those seconds were counting oh. down and it was two all. Yeah. Um, well, Ewan went up two 0 very early. Yes. And he just played a sort of defensive game. Yes. He was just keeping Caleb but, but away from was, him, but was, Caleb had to fight from behind. And he... It was so clever, and that's that's one thing about Ewan that absolutely needs driven home. What is between his ears is the best weapon he has yeah. not his his you know um, armorous ass that he, he tends to use as a weapon mm. um, but he absolutely thought about it yeah. beforehand um, but also Valhalla fought to get those two victories back but you know as, as the seconds are counting down and Valhalla hits that spear from the top rope Brian's hands are hitting the mat as the seconds are counting down and it wasn't enough to all so you know um, that was also an easy decision to go out and make sure that, that I was going to ask you about that what was the thinking did the thought ever cross your mind of what do I do if it's a draw or like do I if it is a draw it, do it's I, happened the, in wrestling before yeah and you know there's always contingencies for it but I didn't think it was going to go to a draw because the, the two arguments are obviously if it's a draw champion retains yeah. or do we go to extra time and find a winner yeah and I, I genuinely felt at that point a winner needed to be decided it wasn't good enough to end it wasn't good enough to end in a draw and I think I, I know it was the right decision and like it was it was for the fans more than anyone else you know people might say that it was it was it was because uh, I, I reiterated what I said at the Mercy, the integrity of the FCW Championship is of its utmost importance, and it was that night because the fans deserved a a, a proper winner that night, um, and and we got it. Like the noise when Valhalla was doing that victory lap, yeah. the second victory lap 
with that belt above his head. You know, it was genuinely, genuinely one of my favourite moments of this year. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was such a joy to be there live. First two-time heavyweight champion as well. Yep. Akil Bahal. July came around then. And Kale Bahala, again, we talked about rivalries of the year so far. This was one of the contenders as well. This was the first um, coming together of Kale Bahala and ADM. And um, those, those guys don't like each other very much, do they? Uh, and this is this is the, the beauty of FCW being the melting pot that it is. You know, there are places where it's just very insular, um, but we, we are lucky to live in a country with so much diversity um, in our wrestling. And ADM is just someone I've had an eye on for so long. Um, a very dangerous, dangerous man. Um, and someone I thought that, you know, like, put him against Valhalla, let's see what happens. And my God, something did happen. And again, this is like, like this this isn't over between those two. No, nope, still, on, as we talk, it's still, yeah, still ongoing. It's still ongoing. Um and but what a defence for for Valhalla again anything can happen at the start of a bell Valhalla did not want that championship to be a short one and I definitely proved it that night that it wasn't going to be then there so that was that was grand yeah we had uh, Ross Hunter and Robert Ball through the park uh, Ross Hunter took on uh, Dern J Blair that night uh we had two again, two young guys who have got big futures again ahead of them in Scottish wrestling. I think. Definitely, definitely. Ross Hunter is the the definition of a young stud. Yeah. Definitely got a, a a bright future. Same as same as Robert Balfour. Um, their 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 lifestyle um is much to be desired because mm. you know. Are like, you a golfist? I'm not a golfist. A golfist? I'm not a golfist. No. I'm not a golfist. Like you know, to to model your personality around a sport. Big, especially a sport as boring as golf. Um, <laughs> you've, you've, you've got to have is a, a nice walk ruined, is it? Well, well yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. A nice walk ruined. Where you've got to do a bit of, you know. Your tripling is hard. Yeah, uh, it's hard. Yeah, um, you know, abusing caddies. They abused a caddy so much he's never been back. Yeah. Or um, a hunter. I don't know. I don't know. Hope he's okay. Hope he's okay. Um, <laughs> but Derry Blair again, like the wild card, is definitely that. Like you know. He's he's someone who um, exemplifies what the junior division. Both of these men are actually absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're definitely people who um, are are there on the short list of, of people to put against Spike. So um, it was and it was a good match as well. Yeah. Ruined by their caddy. FCW <laughs> uh, Tag Team Championships that night. Game on uh, one. Uh, against the Foundation of the Future in their first encounter of this year. First encounter, and, and that's that's crazy to say. It's crazy to say that we had three of these, because some trilogy, some trilogy was the, the, the honestly two of the best tag teams I've ever seen, and we we had the pleasure of having them fight three times. Yeah. We'll get to two and three later, but you know, um, I definitely kicked something off, and you know, it definitely was the start of the will be getting pulled over our eyes yeah. but we'll, we'll get to yeah. that but again that, that, this match here at that particular time was a great match and speaking of tag teams we saw the formation of a tag team this night oh. um, we had paradigm problems uh, Jay Robin and Valak had been uh, and Holden had walked out on UNG Mackey uh, at a previous show and we saw the, the shock of the year arguably in Titanium No More Tom Atlas 
joining forces with uh, the man that had made his life hell. Like absolutely uh, made his life hell. Absolutely. Again, it's something like this happened last year, yeah. but it was one of the one. It was one of the things that 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 put a pit in my stomach because you know, like we all seen what happened. He'd, yeah. he'd been kidnapped and tied to a chair and paraded out in front of the ring, and Ewan had told me this is going to be one of his art pieces yeah. that he'd done before, which was you know, like I I never know what these things are going to be. Um, but I always know that the crowd is going to get something from them, so yeah. that's why I let it happen. I didn't see it get set up. I certainly didn't know that Tom was 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 missing. Oh. Um, and you know, like the second that young man was was revealed, I sent a, yeah. an, an army of referees and our our fan favourites to go and help save Tom. Um, and but again, that, that same night, like Ewan tried to cash in his 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 game changer, and like the actual fire behind Tom Atlas running and booting him full on in the face that's the Tom I love that's the Tom I remember and and then they had they had their, their match for the for the game changer so Tom Atlas joining UNG Mackey was was not on my bingo no. card this year definitely it makes you wonder what Sweet Nothings Ewan was whispering in Tom's ear during that time but, well, like, yeah. it, had this been Ewan's plan all along wouldn't surprise me is it, is it we talked about it earlier he's one of the best minds in yeah. SCW is it going to be so, like a Jason Todd situation yeah. is that when it started it know? stunk of like Stockholm Syndrome yeah. almost to me like yeah. he'd been convinced that Ewan was actually helping him Ewan, Ewan's never one to be on his own he's no. always got to have a following a harem a, a trail of, of people um, I, again I just never thought it would be Tom yeah. um, but however this tag team match right here was fantastic, yeah. and I, I I've probably said that about every match we're talking about. Well, you, you, t- we, t- we put on good matches. We put on good matches. I don't, match. I don't, I don't want there to be any kind of like. Obviously, I'm a bit biased. You know, this is this is our product, but at the same time, this match here was fantastic. J. Robin and Valak, especially Valak, put on such a good showing, such a good showing, especially given. The drama behind this match. Yeah. Um, Paradigm imploding, wasn't Paradigm it? Paradigm imploding and Tom, a person that they, had, <laughs> again, yeah. kidnapped. It was madness. Um, but again, we got a week, like the crowd, our fans got a fantastic match yeah. out of all of this drama. So And yeah, and despite Tom and Ewan picking up the win, I think, it, like you touched on it there, Jay and Valak definitely showed that they belonged in that and match. And again, this is, these are the matches that, that our, our young guys turn corners in. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing what they two do next year as well. Yeah. Uh, we had Serena Rose yet again having another defence of her title, beating Moxie Malone. Um, Is that a debut? I think, I think it was, yeah. and she's turned into now one of the mainstays of the FCW Women's Division. Moxie, amazing competitor, yeah. Yeah, she she brings uh, an aggression that you don't normally see, and she's ramped that up even more recently. Yeah, as well. you, you really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I get it. I get it. You know, this 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 probably stems from this match here. Yeah. She had an opportunity. Against against the champ, and it didn't go her way um, as much as she gave her everything that was that was that was due. Um, so, but we we had we had a, a, another great defense yeah. for Serena. And then in the next chapter of the Ambrose and uh, Divers saga, last man standing. Oh, oh my, my god. god! Oh my 
God indeed. They took know? the violence up another gear. They took the violence up. And again, we'll touch on it later. I didn't think it would get more violent than this. Yeah. It then did, but at the time, oh my God, this was crazy. The, the, the thing with this, like, like me and Divers, we go way back. Uh. Um, uh, and again, we all start uh, our places. We all have certain roles to fill. There's many times where I've been behind uh, a merch desk. There's many times where other people in FCW have been behind a merch desk. Divers has somewhat of a... a I don't want to say a fetish, but he likes messing up a merch t- mm. table. And he took that to the highest height today, uh, on, on that day, um, by, you know, putting, put, well, ending up getting himself yeah. put through the merch table. Poor Sean had to whoosh out <laughs> the way. Um, uh, but that was just the start of the violence. Like, there was just so much chaos. Like, like, they have put the ring away by the time. Oh, I know. <laughs> I think that was eye-opening for maybe a lot of fans. Yeah, to see exactly what... They'll have never seen uh, a ring yeah. laid, uh, exposed like that. Yeah. So that's, again, eye-opening for what we all do every yeah. every week at training, every yeah. month at shows. Yeah. That's what we're throwing each other onto. Yep. Yeah. And it sucks. Uh, uh, <laughs> but we do it for the love of it, don't we? We do it for the love of it. And, you know, um, I, I can't remember who it was that said it. It was like, my... Could they could they start putting this in the van while they're at it? Like, you know, <laughs> that would be that would be grand. But you know, um, and again, the last closing seconds of this match could have been anyone's. Oh, yeah. It was just it, it, it was well, just luck that the ropes held divers up as opposed to Ian. Well, well Ian got up and for the ten count to to save to win the match, and he immediately fell down again. Yeah, like. Ian had nothing left and Dios yep. had nothing left yep. Ian was on his feet for that just enough to win the match yep. and then he was down because they just beat the holy hell out of each other yep. and and like last man stand couldn't, could not have been personified yeah. any more than that by Ian staying up for that for that win and we're going to talk about um, a bit of Dap Dub as well oh, we, had a, we had a Queen's Hotel show um, I'm going to toot my own horn here to start oh, to throw this get, in. Get your horn out. This is where I became the king of the class. King of the class. My reign began, the reign of King Patrick I, began at the Queen's Hotel when I last limited John Kerrigan to win that match in the Battle Royal. And again, a great opportunity for guys like myself to get um, experience in front of a crowd. Yep. Uh, I was very honoured that you uh, put me in that match. I, I've... I, I, it's the, fr- the only match I've won so far but what, what, what of all the matches I've had this year on galas and pre-shows that dub shows that was the one to win because there was something on the line there was something on the line <laughs> something you still have to this day yeah. what what better match but yeah King of the Class was a concept like again I've been around for a while and when it comes to Battle Royales um, they're fun mm. they're definitely good experience they're something the crowd can enjoy but I want these things to be more than just here's a battle royale, yeah. you know. Um, and King of the Class just sounded like these guys are all hungry. Let's give them something to to fight for in this particular arena. Um, and uh, lo and behold, yeah. I sit before the king. Oh, um, but like, <laughs> the closing moments of that that match was definitely very entertaining because we had our young Cole Morgan um, eliminate. Body guy Brandon, yeah, um, very pleased with himself. He was unaware that three of the biggest men in in the ring were behind him. Three not, other members of the meat division. The meat division, <laughs> probably not really focused on fighting each other. More this this very um, slender uh, young man jumping around for joy, 
Um, but however, however, made the right decision. Yeah. Jumped out himself, eliminated himself to let the three guys, the three big guys, fight. It was self perseverance, like yeah. Um, well, you yeah. know, he's, he's, yeah. he, I, I'm, I'm not going to. And it was a fairly impressive vault. To it was. Yeah. He nearly ended up in the third row. I know. Uh, but yeah. I think he thought, right, uh, this isn't going to end well for me. Yeah. So let's just. Yep. Go out with the least amount yep. of damage and it wasn't, another day. It wasn't take home a training night, unfortunately. Yeah, no. So no one, no one got to put him in a bag and take him home. Um, but that what you guys did after that was was fairly impressive because you were all you were all big men and you all talked to each other about um, who who eliminated Holden. So uh, Kerrigan, uh, I believe, got rid of Holden yes, after Holden no feet. cleared the pair of us out with a massive double yeah. clothesline. Yeah, I decided to get out of the way at that moment I thought I'm just going to let these two try and batter each other because yeah. they're both bigger than me clever um, and I saw my opportunity then when Kerrigan got uh, holding out yeah. I gave him a big spine buster and ran him around a bit and chucked yeah. him out yeah and, and, uh, and, a, and a, a literal rain yeah. was started so That's it. and um, yeah I think it's been a fairly fairly good rain so far uh, fairly good rain um, um, but yeah, we've no. raised the profile of Dab Dab yeah. it's part of my mission statement as king yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah. no but but as I say like like everyone that, that's in a position to to wrestle in front of a crowd has, has earned it and, and you're definitely one of those people um, and it, it's, it's great to see how much you care about your your royalty yeah. as it is um, and how much you care about Dab Dab Oh, I do. I love it. It's great. Um, it's been the best decision I've ever made, really. Um, and, I mean, unlike other kings in the world, I earned my crown. I didn't yeah. just get it by birth. I, yeah. I don't think Charles was winning any Battle Royals to win the crown. That would have been great if we had a Windsor Battle Royal after Elizabeth had died, just to see who gets it. That should happen more. Book it, Commissioner. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very meta. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and that what else do we have this day we also had the continuation of what became a bit of a, a summer long rivalry between you and G Mackey and Ken Douglas because they yeah. kept bumping into each other they shows. keep bumping into each other at um, shows and um, you and got the better of Ken like, once again that barely day. though oh yeah this, this was the match that Ken Douglas definitely showed what he was about yeah. um, he definitely dropped you in with things that you and even even the mere seconds after after taking these things was like oh my god what what happened? What who's, am I in here with? Who, yeah. is, the, who is this Cairn Douglas? This is the same guy as I wrestled at Decon. Yeah. Um, and you had to pull out a very um, intrinsic pin to yeah. win, to keep Cairn down, because yeah. he wasn't staying down. Yeah. No matter what you did, he couldn't put him away. And then we had probably like the most wholesome feud of the summer. Yes. Um, we had Redgate versus Retro Van- Randy Valentine and Botchico. A.K.A. the Gala Buddies. The Gala Buddies, because during our gala season... Um, we we have implemented a seasonal championship, which again I think is very unique. I don't yeah. think there's any other seasonal championships, um, which is now retired. We obviously. have we have we have two. We've got the Christmas weight championship as well. Well, I mean that didn't that didn't. Well, that was a one day only thing. That was though, a one day only thing. I don't think it's going to see its uh, its way back. Um, oh, who knows? Well, the, the we'll season we'll see. We'll see for next year. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, the gala championship. The, the gala championship is definitely something that will will rear its head again. Um, but you know. Uh, Retro Randy had his eye on it. Yeah, he, he totally had his eye on it. But it was it was logical that ended up um, with it. Uh, gala season at this point wasn't over. Randy no. Valentine made his intentions known. However, 
Um, they had business to take care of. And they uh, followed Samuel and Tommy Cross. And and the Gala Buddies were born, T-shirt and all. Oh yeah. Oh, it was it was great. Like you know, like the the, the sunglasses, the the floral necklaces. You yeah. know, it was the the whole nine, the whole nine. Um, and again, that was a great tag match. Yeah. Great tag match. Um, Tommy Cross <sighs> and Samuel rebounding well after losing the titles. Yeah. With a win. Um, but like you said, great match. Even though they they lost, it was still great to see Randy and Botchko getting on so well together yeah. as a team. You thought, oh, there's probably a future here. Yeah, this could be a new tag team. Yeah, and then uh, Marcus the Glory Hunter, who we should have uh, we we actually missed on on what happened. Uh, we, we missed kind of a rather seismic thing that actually yeah. happened. Yeah, was when Marcus actually seized control of the company. Yeah, I think because I don't know, spoiler alert, we, like it's it's now back in my hands that. Um, like I've, I've probably suppressed yeah. that memory. That's um, my bad as well. That's something that I've missed from the notes there. So it's okay. That, it's okay. But but like we, we have to talk about it now. Yeah. Um, he fires Botchiko after the match because he has control of the company, yeah. and and Botchiko had been a, a thorn in his side for a long time. But to go back to the previous night again, I was getting ready to announce what we were going to do with um a, a, another new concept, which was our women's game changer. Yeah. And here comes out Marcus. Yeah, he cut you off, didn't you? Didn't cut, get to, didn't to, get to tell what yeah, the match was right. going to be. Um, and, yeah, quite legitimately bought the company from underneath. Uh, the owners and, and, and our, our shareholders and kicked me to the curb. Well, oh. speared me to the curb. Asher, Asher near enough broke my ribs. Oh. <coughs> Excuse me. That's great. Um, and, yeah, like that, that was not on my bingo card. Oh. But I think this, this was definitely a way of, of, of Hank Marcus getting back at Randy as well. How do I hurt Randy? I get rid of his new tag team partner in yep. Bochico. Yep. And um, Bochico was away until, well, he, again, spoiler alert. But again, you're watching a year review. This has all happened. You yeah. know what's happened. He, he was away until the Rumble. Yeah. Um, and again, this was, this was probably the start of what the people were going to come to expect from the owner. Yeah. You know? Um, and again, like, I was... I was not present that night. I was I was off trying to um think about how do I how do I fix this. I dropped the ball. Yeah. Um I could have, I could have seen it coming. I could have I could have put a number of admin things in his way to, to stop what was going on and it never happened. So um well we'll talk about the next show because that was that was definitely the yeah. uh, peak uh Marcus Marcus, Marcus Hunter era. Yeah. Um, but that day we also had again Hunter Redwood oh, um, arriving on the scene. Oh my god! Dismantling Tom Atlas with what, a like, spinning sky high. What I remember an absolute defeat for Tom Atlas off that sky high. Yeah. We also had Brody Adler taking on Redgate's Eden. Yep. Uh, Brody came out with the win that day. Uh, good to see Eden uh, in, a, in a match though. Again, she's got a big future ahead of her. Getting getting at least. Um, our hands and feet dirty, as opposed With to just our, as opposed to just our our, our screaming voice, yes. um, that Kerrigan cry. So, um, but yeah, uh, Brody definitely. Um, had a task on her hand mm. with that as well. well. When you face Redgate, you face Redgate. You, you face don't just Redgate. face Eden or Tommy yep. or Samuel or John. It's you face them all at the same time. Yep. Um, and then we had the was it was was, it, was this the debut of Rich Money? Uh, well, think, we'd, think, we'd seen him around we'd but seen he, him around yeah uh, at different shows I remember he, he challenged Spike for the title at Decon uh, yes, uh, this did. was like the real like, coming out party yeah. almost for Rich Money yeah. uh, in ring and he tapped out Jay Robin that day he certainly did yeah. um, and again those two really really brought it um, and, and the emotions spilling over afterwards were, yeah. were something to behold um, 
But, you know, Rich Money, he's, he's definitely a contender. He's definitely got more to offer. Very naughty boy, I hear, uh, at the end of this year, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, he's been running away from me as well. There's yeah. nothing more that I want to do than <laughs> to get my hands on Rich Money. Well, And he, he keeps coming up with convenient scenarios as to why he can't wrestle me. Well, if he's in, if he's in various countries... So, you know. Yeah, he's been, he's been, yeah he, he ran away to his uh, his residence east of Mombasa. East of Mombasa. Yeah. 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 It must be a houseboat, but um, but yeah. It's just, I'm going to put that thought in your head there about British money just I bucking love, I love how you're not like, bullying me to my face. No, no, I wouldn't do that. I'm far too professional. Um, um, main event that day. Oh my God, now, this match. Was, this was a strange one because what had also happened the night before following... Um, Spike's injury was that again we've talked about multiple Spike defences and multi-man matches and multiple matches in one day Spike takes like one show off to help recover from his injury and then all of a sudden Marcus Hunter says you're not fit to defend the title anymore yeah yeah I forgot about that as well and this is the thing as well like like him taking that yeah. title and just handing it to Sebastian, Sebastian. I want to set the record straight for anyone who comments on it online, even commentary at some point. I think uh, JP uh, uh, potentially called him a former junior, but he's not. Yeah. He's not a, like that. That that reign has no legitimacy. I never acknowledged. No. I always, I always, it was not to be comments. acknowledged. Um, self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed, and again, um, it's more, it's more. Uh, it's more. It's more for Spike. Yeah. Uh, you know, he managed to. He managed to win it back. Yeah. Eventually, but yeah. yeah um, for like a quote-unquote unification match. Yeah. We, know, we all know Spike was. The yeah. Champion. Spike's had that belt since February. Yeah. It just tickled me that that the the graphic they both had the the, the title. It's like we have not bought two of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know we've got we we ended up with like a fantastic triple threat with three of the best. The best in the business. So we had Zack Dynamite ended up winning this match. He defeated Sebastian Astor and Taylor Brown. And I, I remember the title was not on the line. Then, again, the title in quotation marks. The title was not on the line. Then it was on the line. And then when Sebastian started losing the match, it was off the line. And then we started winning the match. It was on the line again. And it was, and it was, and it was ridiculous. It was, was ridiculous. Because yeah. any, any commissioner, any owner worth their salt would know, even if it was on the line, the title has no uh, relevance. Yeah. Um, so it, it would have been a shame for Zach Dynamite because he won. If it was on the line, the title got hand to him. And when I got back, I would have had to take it off him. Yeah. Like that, that would have had to happen. Um, so Zach was probably thinking at the end of the month, am I, am I a champion? Am I? What, what's I, going on? <laughs> I won. <laughs> asking, asking kids in the audience, yeah. did, did I win that thing? You know? um, <laughs> but, but that was that was what Marcus Hunter but, was doing. He was um, just doing what he wanted. Yeah, but overall, um, our, 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 our first student showcase at the, uh, at the Queen's was fantastic from yeah. start to finish. And... We return. Queens was great, yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on to the Perth show in August. August. Yes. This was the beginning of uh, the Neo Paradigm, well, the continuation, sorry, of the Neo Paradigms feud with uh, Foundation of the Future. Yes. Obviously, Zach had previously taken on you and earlier in the yeah. year for the title. We had Zach Dynamite uh, defeating Tom Atlas that night. Yeah. Um, Zach very much got in Tom's head early on in that match, I remember, with the Titanium singing. Uh, Tom obviously now going by the name of the Fallen Sun and he's wanting to get rid of this whole titaniumness from his life but he, it's very much it's now a way for people to get in his head 
and and that that is that is entirely a, a something of his own creation. Yeah, you know, um, self fulfilling prophecy, whatever you want to call it. Um, and Zach again knows what he's as, doing. As, as clever as he is talented, he yeah. knows what he was doing. Um, and but again, like they had they had a good match, but uh, Tom just certainly was not ready for what Dynamite had to bring. And speaking of. Um, Marcus Hunter making ridiculous decisions and kind of doing what he wants mid-match. So I'm going to run through this whole thing, yeah, okay? And yeah, so stay, with, stay with me, right? Yeah. So we had Nathan North taking on Sebastian Asher. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what Marcus Hunter... I, I, was, I was there for this. I don't care what he wants you to say. This is what happened, because I watched it. Nathan North beat Sebastian Asher. He beat him by count-out. The match was then restarted uh, with no count-outs. Nathan North then beat Sebastian Asher by disqualification. But no, then it was restarted again to a no count out and no disqualification match. So Nathan North then beat Sebastian Asher for the third straight fall by pinfall. Then, it was getting beyond ridiculous at this point, Mark Hunter starts the match again, no count outs, no disqualifications, and now it's a submission only match. Then finally, Sebastian Asher um, traps Nathan North in the ankle lock and wins by submission. Yeah. And they will have you believe that this was all one match. And it was just the Sebastian Asher win straight forward. This is like peak ridiculousness under yeah. Marcus Hunter. And again, from there, it was a case that, you know, I knew that night that I was going to try to do something yeah. to, to get under Marcus's skin. Um, bought a ticket, went on event break, yeah. bought my ticket. Um, and I, I, got, I had to watch all that. Um, I knew at some point I was going to do something, but see when it, see when that, all of that transpired, I was like, nope, nope, this is the moment. Because he's in, it was in danger of he was just going to make FCW a joke after like everything that's been uh, we've, I, we've I, built up to be. I didn't want the crowd to have to put up with that for the rest of the night. Yeah, I didn't, um, and you know, as much as I shouldn't get my hands dirty, I shouldn't. That's not what any. Any person in a position of authority should have to do. Um, I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it, um, but I knew it was enough to to get under Marcus's skin. Now again, it had been very well known that he was a bit of a gambler mm-hmm. at that point. He gambled practically everything to, to get hold of it, daddy's money, yeah, um, to get hold of it, and he'd been gambling pretty heavily ever since. So I knew that he would he would take the bait and put it all on the line Um at uh, Mania. yeah, um, but yeah, uh, I think the the my my favorite part of that entire thing, apart from kicking in the nuts, was um, coining the uh, calling him a chicken nugget. Um, oh, that got over massively. That, that was that was that was so. Was that did that just come to you? In a that, that, like, I just I just sheer you're you're right. It just came to me in sheer frustration. But it couldn't have been any more perfect oh, yeah. way to as describe soon, it. As soon as you said, I was like, "Yeah, he is a bit of a chicken nugget." Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and 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 then yeah, we're off to the races. <laughs> I I knew that night I had to start building the team, which, which we can we can we'll touch on that in a bit that. because you started to build it, I believe, at the next show. Yeah. Uh, what else did we have this night? We had Emerson Jane defeating Ronan King by pinfall that night. This was a great match as well. I think um, first time I'd seen Ronan King wrestle, and I was very impressed. I think I'd call him like the SCW's answer now to Logan Paul. He just reminded me of Logan, <laughs> um, which is a compliment because we know that Logan Paul's become a very good wrestler. Obviously, he United States champion right now in WWE. Um, big future, I think, for Ronan King for sure. Um, and a man that I 
detest also turned up in SCW that night. I've mentioned it on other podcasts in the past, my disdain for Taylor Veidt. Uh, he defeated Duke Cannon that night by pinfall. Um, as we speak, I believe it's been announced the other day that Taylor's challenged and Spike for uh, the Junior Heavyweight Championship in January. So yeah. that's one to look forward to. Yeah, totally. Um, I hope, hopefully Spike battles him because I can't stand Taylor Veidt. Um, and we also had... This was a strange one. Again, more shenanigans from Marcus Hunter. We were scheduled to have a SCW Women's Championship match that night. Serena Rose taking on Emily Hayden. And then for some strange reason, Marcus Hunter came out before the match and then just made it non-title. Again, as much as... Taking it away as, from the fans. As much as I wanted to make sure he wasn't going to do these kind of things, I, I was pretty much ejected. That yes, day. well, so yeah. I, I couldn't do anything else. And I knew that he was going to do all he could to protect the people around him that he wanted to suck up to. Yeah. Serena was one of them. Yeah. Um, and I, just, just, I, I felt sorry for Brendan because, again... A championship opportunity, a championship yeah. opportunity, a chance to get it back, um, because she was a really good FCW champion, yeah. a very popular FCW women's champion. But you know, Serena, Serena, and Marcus is Marcus. Yeah. Uh, the tyranny was very much in full. Tyranny, yes. yes. Tyranny of Marcus Hunter. Um, and, and again, yeah. Even more than this, uh, even more than that. Sorry, he turned what was meant to be a. It was, it was meant to be a one-on-one match, wasn't it? It was meant to be Ian Ambrose versus Kill uh, Valhalla uh, for the yeah. title. And then Marcus, again, was just doing all he could to try and get the belt off uh, Caleb. Yeah. And he ended up adding, uh, again, more sucking up, I think, here. Yeah. Uh, he added Dickie Divers and Taylor Bryden to make it a four-way dance. Mm-hmm. And Because um, it wasn't the traditional fatal four-way as people might be used to. It was yeah. elimination. Yeah, fatal four-way, four-way dance. dance. Yeah. So we had, first of all, again, to the shock of everyone, um, Dickie Divers eliminating Caleb Valhalla. Yeah. With a little help from Grum. A little help from Grum. And Grum again, for, this is where like Grum for hires really like these showed up says yeah. pay me and I will do what yeah. you want me to do. And this is and this is what really kind of bookends how how Brody won the FCW. That's team. true. Yeah. Grum had helped her win the championship, and then there was probably no, paid handsomely as well. Paid handsomely, and then, then there was no rhyme or reason. I didn't see them together since. Yeah. And then Grum comes out, and you actually get to see the transaction mm. happen. That's what that's what Grum is all about. Yeah. He is he is he is for hire, and he certainly earned his wages yeah. by shocking the world. And Valhalla was eliminated yeah. first. And uh, just to touch on quickly as well, it looks like Grum. I think we saw it in the Rumble again. We might touch on that a bit later, but he looks like he's maybe brought Holden under his wing as well. And that's that's a, a terrifying prospect. That's a, that's for the a terrifying uh, limited trading business of, of those two yeah. like that is they're terrifying gonna lot, they're going to make a lot of money yes they're going to make a lot of money back to this match uh, we got Divers also he was, run, he was running through everyone he eliminated Taylor Bride later in this match as well and, but he couldn't get the clean sweep because Ian Ambrose managed to fight back and pin Divers to win the championship and again like like we really we really thought that that was was turning the corner here when it came to Ambrose versus um, divers because look at look at where where they ended up yeah um, and again it was a, a fantastic achievement for Ian Ambrose because again FCW through and through he's had an amazing year in achieving so much yeah. he's he's in the shape of his life oh yeah um, and you know he's for, an inspiration for everyone for, at school for for him to. For him to win the championship under the circumstances was was the best case scenario, given yeah. that Valhalla was screwed out. So it was it was a, 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 I think it was like a light in a dark time. Yes, 
Absolutely. Uh, definitely. Uh, so on August we also had an extra show yes. we were back in the Larrick Centre at Tapeport um, we had uh, Spike Tierney that day taking on uh, of course this is Spike Tierney without his physical championship yes um, but he still took on Yunji Maki Mecha Maki's he made a, a comeback didn't he yes like, um, um, a lot of guys that represented FCW at Persia Pride yes um, and uh, they all made their way back from yeah. Persia Pride for our for the Tapeport show yeah. so so Spike took on Mecha Marky Z that day and defeated him. We also had... Uh, what else did we have? I'm just looking at my notes. Marcus Hunter revealed his first uh, his first member for Arthur which was Grom, yeah. as we've pointed out. Yeah. Pay him and he will wrestle for Pay you. Pay him and he will wrestle. He's <laughs> collecting, collecting his, uh, his group. Um, SW Women's Championship was on the line that day in Tayport as well. Serena Rose defeated Ashley Vega. Uh, Duke Cannon, we've got a note here about Duke Cannon... Duke Cannon that he'd... Oh yes, I remember this now. Now, for a bit of backstory for those who might not remember. Uh, Game On were scheduled to defend their tag team championships that day against um, Ross Hunter and Rob Balfour the path. Now, Nathan North uh, had actually been booked to wrestle uh, up in Thurso that day, I believe. Marcus knew this. Uh, Yeah, Marcus knew this at the time. And he thought, right, here's an opportunity for me to get the tag team titles off people I don't like. Yep. And onto people that I can have in my pocket, potentially, yep. like the part. Because yep. Marcus Hunter looks like a guy that enjoys a bit of golf, let's be honest. He, he's, he's probably one of these people that, that pays for a membership, shows up to the, the golf range, and never swings a, Aye. Swings a club. Aye. Um, so that day, um, it looked like Duke was going to have to defend the belt single handedly. Single handedly? But as Duke said. In, in what kind of a match, though? Yeah. Well, in a handicap match, yeah, because Marcus Hunter also likes terrible puns. He loves terrible puns. <laughs> um, but. Duke said it himself on the podcast around about this time don't tell the tabletop gamer that he, he's going to have to do Pull something like that he him. will go and find a bylaw <laughs> yep. and he did yep. <laughs> and he managed to get uh, Retro Randy in as a sub yep. Retro Randy Valentine was the tag team champion of the day in place and again uh, like, like the Larrick Centre is becoming like the, the, the spiritual home of, of Retro yeah. Randy Valentine um, and it was a great match like those two had that decent chemistry yeah. and it was uh, it was like such fire um, during the hot comeback as well uh, but again the par very good tag team as well so um, I'm not sure what the history books have to say about this because you know I think you know, we've, had, we've had the, the tag team title was defended by unorthodox pairings before so you know he found his, his rule book so very interesting very interesting I was very very impressed with the uh, ingenuity um, uh, and, and that's why I approached these two on this well, I was going to say it looked to like you, uh, you'd notice something where this is an opportunity here yeah, these two yeah. are here in the same place yeah well I'd, I'd, I'd seen what happened yeah. with um, Duke and, and Nathan North that was that was obviously a uh, very transparent what he was trying to do Randy was a, was an easy easy ask um, you and mentioned then, your history of him as well yeah. so he's going to be a guy that's going to fight for FCW yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then obviously Valhalla the, the night before so it was it was very easy and very quick to find a bunch of people who were willing to fight against Marcus Hunter yeah. um, so that was that was that was the Team Williams yeah. combined uh, yeah it made sense definitely because oh, who better to get in a tag team elimination match than the tag team champions? A guy that you've known for over, what, 20 years? Yeah. And the most dominant champion in history. Again, four men that love FCW. Yes. will do anything they can to yes. protect FCW. Yes. Um, so what else did we have this night? We had Sebastian Asso took on Tommy Cartel that night. Yep. Tommy yeah, defeated Tommy Cartel. And the main event was another successful defence for Ian Ambrose. 
yep. took on Frank Gallo I get a guy on Alan who I've fallen in love with this year I think he's fantastic he's 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 got a face and a voice you can just watch yeah he's so good you can captivate a crowd as well you can get so get you on side um, but again uh, you know he's very he's very fresh in the door yeah um, uh, but again FCW is all about opportunity what better opportunity than in your your kind of debut match really yeah, um, yeah. to take on the, the champion in, in his first defence yeah it wasn't though oh so you're right no yeah. sorry I said yeah. no, you're right sorry it was his first defence yeah and then, and to get sh- the F- Fife Derby as well. Yes. V versus Frank. Yeah, I know. Um, so on September, we made our second visit to Arthur of the Year for Arthur Mania. Arthur Mania. Or Arthur Mania, because she did get her shot this she time. She did get her shot this time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, opening contest was uh, Zach Dynamite versus Yunji Maki. Again, uh, arguably match the night. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Tom Atlas also got to live out his fantasy of wearing the bear costume. <laughs> yeah, but again, that was clever yeah. I will never I will never criticise anything if it's not clever mm. you know it was so so well thought out because to be fair we all thought it was you we like, all thought it was you weirdly he's got Ewan's walk down so <laughs> I don't know what Tom's uh, doing in the screen it's, it's, it's what Ewan's making him do put on a pair of high heels and walk up and down for him um, but you know that was it was very calculated very clever yeah. but again Zach is that good that it didn't it didn't make a, make an odds that night and then we did get Brody Adler uh, defeating Adler Adler yeah. Adler 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 Mania was running wild yeah, yeah. and uh, I was glad for Brody for her to get that match and get the, the pun over more yeah. I still want a t-shirt yeah. <laughs> the second time I mentioned it yeah. and again this is now a callback to something we mentioned earlier from um, Name Mercy Craig Berry had made the save uh, that night when um, Andy Roberts decided to just keep beating up John Kerry yeah. and actually beating him so Craig Berry thought well what's the best place to get this revenge mm-hmm. is to when SCW returned to Ardor again yeah. but sadly he met the same fate as his tag partner Andy Roberts is quite simply one of the best in the country yeah. we keep saying it about every single lot of people but he is he's, he's someone who is absolutely lives and breathes professional wrestling Um I don't think he was quite prepared for exactly the same as same as John Kerry. I don't think he was quite prepared for what Craig Berry brought to the table. Um, but again, he came up with the with the W in the mm-hmm. column, the 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 line in the W column. So, but again, Craig Berry wasn't alone that night. John returned the favour. Yeah, me to say. totally returned the favour. Um, but I think I think they all knew that Andy Roberts wasn't going to just leave it after nah. the bell. Um, but I don't think he was prepared for what uh, Craig Berry and John Kerr brought at that particular point as well because he's not in the tag team they are yeah, exactly. so that was, it's that a whole different, ke- different kettle of fish yeah. speaking of tag teams this is where we had the winner take all match for the control of FCW yes. Team Williams as we just touched on it was Kale Valhalla Retro Randy Valentine Duke Cannon and Nathan Knopf. Uh you guys took on Team Marcus Hunter which was essentially the bunch of mercenaries yes. um, who they not that they didn't care but they didn't care in the same way they weren't fighting for Marcus Hunter they were fighting or Marcus Hunter's SCW they were fighting for the paycheck that night yeah. whereas you guys were fighting for everyone fighting not, for not just not just fighting you for a reason. not just um, each other it was for everyone everyone in that building that night everyone yeah. that follows FCW on social media everyone that's ever bought a ticket to a show that's what you guys were fighting for that night yeah. so you guys Took on and defeated the team of Deacon Matthews, Solomon Grum, uh, ADM, and Dicky Divers. Yeah. And thank God you did. 
Yes, yes. Uh, um, it was it was a bit surreal that night as well. Um, I had I had um, the last time I had to be in front of that crowd. I had to do something that was just horrendous, um, and like you know, leading my my team, leading the charge for my team was something that that definitely. I'll not forget in a long time, especially with like the backing of that crowd. Yeah. Um and and just but like again, you know, a lot of people might have said like the writing was on the wall for that match because we were a team that, that had reasons and they had the fight and the fire. It's easy to say in hindsight. Yeah, but at easy. the time you're still like, Oh my god, but what if this again, goes wrong? like like they're mercenaries for a reason, they were all dangerous men. Mm-hmm. Um but ultimately, it was it was proven that it wasn't it wasn't the team that was going to help him that was wasn't going to help him win, and on a completely personal uh, moment, getting in that ring and giving him my uh, uh, Mega Driver mm. was fantastic. <laughs> Honestly, I've, I've not dropped a Mega Driver in a while, um, and uh, yeah, it was very cathartic, um, but. Just, just me being on the outside as as Valhalla, you know, scored that pinfall. Like, you know, it was, it was definitely, definitely a highlight of the year. It was very entertaining for me on commentary as well because one thing that maybe people didn't notice was that Marcus's tyranny had stretched to us as well. He was making us all wear his t-shirts. Yeah. But um, I was able to rip it off at that point right. and reveal my FCW nice. t-shirt, and it sort of like put rich money in a sort of. A, catatonic state almost of yeah. denial he seemed to block out for the next half an hour and then yeah. just refused to believe that it happened yeah um, but I just got to rub it in his face so it was great yeah. I get to, got, to, got to keep reminding him yeah you know that your man's not in charge anymore yeah, yeah. Kev's back yeah he's, he's here to bring order to SCW yeah um, and that started I think with Spike physically recapturing his belt yeah his, um, his by, by uh, defending his championship uh, against Sebastian Asher one I, I do think one of the best matches of the year as well. I think Spike and Sebastian went out and put on a fantastic match for the fans. Um, I think it's uh, it was very special uh, for Spike to win his belt back in his hometown as well and to right the wrongs of what had been going on for the past few months. Absolutely. Uh, we also had Serena Rose, standard Serena Rose. She turns up, she defends her title. And she goes home. Yeah. Drinks the Prosecco. Um, so we had the... Uh, I think it was, am I right in thinking Debbie Dahmer was the longest reigning... Yes. Uh, FW so this was obviously the billing behind this match was uh, Serena, undefeated women's champion, only two-time women's champion, yeah. going up against the longest reigning yep. champion in history. So this was to really cement who is the best yeah. woman yeah. Uh, um, and, and female wrestler. Serena in did that, and yeah. I think she's on course to to, to be taking over that record yeah. fairly soon. Yeah. And in the main event, we had uh, Ian Ambrose defending his world, uh, sorry, his SW heavyweight championship against uh, Emerson Jane. Um, again, just a classic wrestling match. Like that, that match meant a lot to both of them yeah. because they 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 dressed with each other in that building time and time again. Um, but to do it in front of a crowd that 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 we had cultivated and and I think we had like two hundred and sixty people. That yeah, well. it was crazy. it was it was completely crazy. Um, and again, <laughs> Ian. Oh the the scu- <laughs> the the the, the buds, that the, was the, it. The, the, oh, bros, it. The, the, the bros buds and the the scully vader. Oh, um, the peep show theme tune. Yeah, right. just uh uh like uh, again, never know what that boy's gonna do. Um, but again, it was a very important night, and and uh, it was just it was just fantastic. 
Uh, and from one big show to another. Oh, man. Uh, we, our biggest power show of the year, yep. sure, is the Fair City Rumble. That yep. took place in October. Uh, and you got to come out and sort of hot dog a wee bit and say, yeah, I'm back. Yeah, I was very, very pleased with what, uh, what the team had achieved. And I felt... It was important to because uh, we like we definitely had a lot of the 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 Perth loyal people come to Ardler Mania, um, and you know Ardler Mania, and but you know there were people that maybe had missed out, so yeah. it was important for me to to tell them that I did it for them, yes. mu- just as much as the the Dundee crowd, absolutely, um, and also just like finish what I was saying before I got. But really interrupting. Really <laughs> Once beforehand, um, and uh, we would be having a ladder match for the the women's game changer. Yeah. So, um, but I also decided to change things up. Yeah. Let's 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 shake it up. Let's get the let's get the rumble on the go now. Absolutely. And um, I mean, again, we we we'll end up talking for another hour if we go through the whole rumble. Yeah, yeah. But um, Dicky Divers last eliminated the returning Bochico that night yes. you made the call you made the call and again a lot of people were like well I didn't just phone him immediately do you understand the mountain of crap I had to deal with in the office because of that chicken nugget of a man I imagine he left a lot on the desk yes um, so so yeah um, yeah, it was definitely on my to-do list and it was probably the last thing I had to do before the rumble yeah. so and that was evident and like the crowd response when that boy came out, number 30, yeah. um, I thought he was going to go all the way. I genuinely thought he was going to go all the way. I'm so disappointed that it didn't happen. Bochco's time will come, though. I've got yes. no doubt about it. He's, he's, he's different now. Yes. He's, he's, I don't know what it is, but just yes. when you see him now, like, I, mean, yeah, I know he's been working his arse off in the gym and that. Mm-hmm. He's, he's dropped a bit of weight. He's yep. put on a bit of muscle. Yep. He just looks a bigger and better version of Bochco now. Yep. And, um, yeah, yep. he's only going to go from strength to strength. He's proving that he's not just this sort of like silly wrestler who yeah. who was the slip and flips yeah. and slips. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's more, a wrestler. He's, he's a wrestler. Yeah, um, but ultimately, um, the game changer that night was Dickie Divers. Divers. Dickie Divers, um, and it's, it wasn't for nothing. Like he still he still put in a, a decent shift. Yeah. Um, he did come in out of order though and chuck me out but yeah, yeah, well, yeah well but he bottled the podcast with me the next month so who's the real winner who is the real winner <laughs> um, so, so yeah and again I thought that was the end of it but we'll we'll get to that yeah so. uh, we, we had next we had uh, an amazing uh, number one contendership so match so good it was so good to call um, oh yeah nice we had a great night we called yeah. didn't we yeah um, we had the foundation of the future defeating uh, the Neil Paradigm that night uh, so it was Ryan Riley and Zach Dynamite defeating uh, Yunji Maki and Tom Atlas Again, great contest. Uh, Neil Paradigm were undefeated up until that point as a yep. tag team. They had a few matches uh, over the summer. Yep. Um, so, again, it was uh, for as good as we could talk until we're blue in the face about how good Foundation are. <laughs> but there was, it was still like, oh, wow. You, Anyone's game. You and Tom have now lost a match. Yeah. They, that We'd never seen that before, so that yeah. was a big deal. Um, we got uh, the Women's Championship defended again. Serena Rose defeating Moxie again by pinfall. But um, by... Little, uh, little bit of uh, chalk or some white powder, whatever yeah. it was in the face. Yeah. Um. This is maybe Serena for the first time we'd seen her. Like oh, desperate. Yeah. Desperate and we, and again, consistency is very hard to keep up. Yeah. So you know, uh, but again, like, like I, I felt bad for Moxie up until quite recently. Yeah. Because you can take a loss, but you know. You have to let it drive you forward, not let it pull you back. Mm-hmm. And 
I think this is the start of it. I almost try to pull Moxie back, which we've seen later on. Yeah. But you know, Serena again champion. Yeah. And then we had the uh, FCW Championship match that night as well. Heavyweight title was defended in a two out of three falls match. Uh, Ian Ambrose defeating uh, Andy Roberts uh, two to one. Obviously, Andy had earned this match by again he'd he'd, he'd gone through John Kerr and Craig Berry yep. this year, so more than uh, earned the title match yep. against uh, Ian Ambrose. Absolutely. And it looked like Andy was going to do it. He very quickly won the first fall with a massive lariat. Mm-hmm. Massive the crowd lariat was and shocked because we, we talked about it earlier. Yeah. Um, for all the big and fancy moves that you get in pro wrestling, especially these days, Nitro Green nearly ended Spike Tierney's career with some, what might, people might think who aren't involved in this simple forearm. They're not nice. There's nothing simple about an elbow to the face. People might think that, oh, it's just a clothesline or it's just a lariat. We yeah. see a million of them on a show. When Andy Roberts is throwing one, it can it can put you down for a three count and that's yeah. exactly what happened absolutely but um, he had to fight back from underneath and he, he managed yeah. to do it he, he did manage to do it and again that's, that's what makes Ian one of the best champions we've had mm. unfortunately his his win was very short lived because divers cashed in right. as he was quite within his rights to do um, I think you saw it more than anyone the, the look on my face is is oh, I got the better yeah, I was right is, beside him is, is divers is is doing all of this again with the help of Serena who we've never really seen together um even though they are husband and wife yeah um, we've never seen them like yeah like you said get involved in yeah, each other's business yeah until um, then until then and he did it he did it he's he's the current champion and it all it all stems from again the game changers there for a reason good bad or indifferent it's there to change the game and it has changed the game on two occasions now. It shook things up in FCW for sure. Definitely, definitely. And we're left with a very dangerous and calculating FCW champion oh. who also has a very dangerous and calculating wife and co-champion in the, in the, yeah. the, the power couple the, that the, is. They are that, yeah. the power couple of Scottish wrestling. Exactly, for sure. the power couple of Scottish wrestling. Um, November. We're nearly there. We're nearly there. <laughs> Let's be honest, like let's let's just let's just like like appreciate all we've talked about. Up what a year, by the way. We're like, not finished. I know. Um, ne- next year we can go for four hours <laughs> yeah. for sure. Uh, November, we'd just spoken about Bochico's return, mm-hmm. and I'd spoken about how yeah. he's come on leaps and bounds since he's been away. I mean, I think yeah. that was maybe like a shot in the arm from getting fired. Was yeah. that he's like right, well. Hopefully, I can come back one day, and when I do, I'm yeah. going to make sure I'm the best version of myself. Yeah. He's getting better and better every yeah. time I see him and training every week. Yeah. So, Bosco, you're looking good. Yeah. Um, you're looking real jacked, baby. Um, he defeated you and Gimaki this that night, and what a, a significant thing that was for Bochico, because I talked about it on commentary that night. The history of that was, everyone might not know about this. I didn't know about it until I started reading into it, um, but I do like to try and do my research. But yeah. yeah this goes back years. Like yeah. Ewan was the man that kind of got Botchko into the business yeah. from the was it school of rejected luchadors. The school of rejected luchadors, and again, it was exactly as it said. It was school of of luchadors who just did not make the cut, and Botchko was probably top of the top of the class, yeah. which wasn't a good thing no, in no. terms of that. So one class you don't want to be. Yeah, um, it, it was definitely the butt of a lot of jokes at that point, um, and Ewan did a lot with him as well. But you know, I think FCW was the place that he. Grew as as the uh, the wrestler that he is, and obviously you got you got people like Young Charlie who absolutely adore Bochico, mm-hmm. um, and now we get to see this refined version of Bochico, this Bochico who knows what he's about, 
And what better way to prove that by beating a former champion? And this was the interesting thing as well. That was it, defeating a, uh, a former FCW heavyweight champion. Like, not many people defeat you in G-Market. Nope. And when you do, it's a big deal. It's a big yep. feather in your cup. But this was interesting at the end of the match, and it kind of continued in December, which we'll get on to. It's almost like a crack in the armour almost of Yunji Maki he's, he's got a soft side that maybe we didn't know about he's uh, Bochco maybe tapped into that I, played the sentimental side and Tom Atlas was not happy he wasn't happy because he I mean, wanted to destroy I Bochco don't, I don't particularly trust it because Yun is smart between the ears yes um, but again we've, 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 we've had we've had this um, kind of thing happen before you might be right yeah Optimistically, you know you and a lot better than I, I do. Like, so. But this is this is why I don't trust it. Yeah, this is yeah. why I don't trust it. But it was a nice moment. Yeah. There's nothing to say otherwise. And Tom did not like it. And and maybe that speaks for the mentality of Tom now. It's maybe more than just a a, a Stockholm syndrome. Maybe this is yeah. this is Tom being who he who he's needed to be for since day one. Ewan's created a monster. Yeah. Uh, Tom. Uh, I'm wondering if like Tom thinks that this is my site. This isn't Ewan G. Mackey I signed up for. Yeah. But but you know, who knows? Who knows? Like I said you know him a lot better than I do. Who knows? You've well, probably we'll, we'll, you, you've probably seen this done before. So. There's 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 more to talk about anyway. Um, um, and then we had uh, ADM who had to have a rescheduled match um, because um, everyone's favourite Viking mm-hmm. uh, came down with some kind of illness. Yeah. Some kind of illness. I, well, I didn't think Hill Mahal could get I, it. I, I, I wasn't aware that that could happen either. Yeah. Um, it must be, it would, it would probably kill a mortal. Um, well, I was going to say, imagine the kind of illness that <laughs> would, the strength of it to get yeah. in, in fact, a, a there, god amongst There's men. no course of antibiotics that will, oh. that will cure that. Um, but again, I was forced with that morning to make a choice. Um, uh, ADM needed an opponent, um, and and it was an easy decision to put Jay Robin in his place because Jay is someone who has absolutely listened this year and he's absolutely brought everything that he's needed to for years to the table and ADM probably went into that match thinking that was going to be a cakewalk my god was it not No. was it not No. you, you got to see it first hand oh, in yeah. the commentary and like I think over at like at certain points when Jay almost had him, like you were you were you were, by, you were behind Jay more than anyone else, and so was I. To yeah. be honest, you know, um, Jay's a friend. And he's, I'm a, he's, 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 uh, he's he's been a good guy to have a, yeah. around on my journey so far. Yeah. Tagged with him a couple of times. Yeah, um, I was obviously backing him. I try and keep my bias to a minimum, but when my friends in there against him killer like ADM yes. I'm going to like be a bit more concerned yeah yeah. Um, but Jay put on a fantastic he would not stay down yeah ADM was just determined just to beat Jay up innovative and as well innovative oh, as yeah. well so innovative that's something that I want from next year I want innovation yeah. from every single person and Jay Robin's one of the people that's, that, that's um, going to give that me... springboard sent on from the second row yeah. which is now officially I've been told in honour of the podcast appearance is now called Honey Badger Don't Give a Flip so if you don't get that reference, that means you've not watched Jay's podcast, and you need to go back and watch well, it. I have, I have. There you go. But you know, there's maybe a point where I've missed that right? because I, <laughs> I, I tend, to, I tend to do other things while I've got it on. Yeah, it's, 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 bit it's background great. noise. A bit of background noise yeah. is good. Um, but again, like there's only so much um, bullying I can get from you guys about picking things. <laughs> and maybe switches things. Yeah, that's no, fair. Yeah. <laughs> no, I understand that. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, you're quite right. Like, I, like it was a fantastic match. So, um, lot, lot to come from Jay well next played, year. Well played. And then 
Finally. Finally, we've got our women's game changer match, which I I feel bad that I had to change for the girls. Um, well, it wasn't their fault. It wasn't their fault, but Diver's kind of dug himself a hole. He did. Um, he demanded that uh, he be in the main event. The main event was always going to be a ladder match. Mm-hmm. So there he goes. He's in a ladder match. That's, that was our main event for that night. Um, uh, so what what other way to, to prove that there's there's a fight for this then? A good old fashioned gauntlet. Yeah. You know, um gauntlets have as much uh, you know, uh random elements as a rumble. Um there's as much uh, at play if you are entry number one, you know, um and sadly that was that was that was drawn to be Brody Adler. Um but my god did this the this Brody this Brody brought it. Yeah. I mean we talked earlier on about her being on uh sort of a journey this year she's grown as a person I think yes and she's become a, a much better version of herself yeah and she ran the gauntlet that night she went through consecutively Emily Hayden like a big rival of hers in the past yeah beat her for the championship yeah so to get that like psychologically I think that would be yeah. big for Brody as well yeah. she then um, and then of course this is after Redgate had come out still during this first fall yes and Samuel who uh, we we saw at the Rumble he'd, yeah. he's he's been studying the dark arts I think yes. he's, um, he's conjuring up this red mist now yeah. that we've um, only really seen from like Japanese wrestlers in yeah. the past so it makes you wonder what Samuel's been off doing the past yeah. few months um, he decided his next target was Emily Hayden yeah. uh, Brody took advantage of it because you know, you've got to in a situation I, like I, I, like, I genuinely I've watched it back a couple of times just to see if there was anything like like unfair about what what had gone on obviously apart from her getting yeah. sprayed in the face but I don't think Brody was Overly aware of no. what had happened, um, so so I, I, like obviously the ref. It's no knock on, well. no knock on. Well, that yeah. the lights were out. Yeah. When then we suddenly turned them back on, and then like, what the hell's going on? She's she's got she had another two people to face yeah. that night. So, like, I, I can't I can't fault Brody no, for I've just, done, just no, doing done, doing what she needed to do. My main question is, why why yeah. Breadgate has suddenly decided to you know go for hate, and maybe we'll get an answer later yeah. on. I think um, there were, well, I think the main thing was to try and give Eden the best possible chance because yeah. Brody was down, Emily and Emily and Brody beating the hell out of each other were both yeah. down. Eden manages to, well, sorry, Brody then capitalizes, gets Emily out of there, yeah. and then they're probably thinking Eden's got a a, a beaten Brody Adler now to yeah. finish her off, and then yeah. she can wrestle Moxie. She had a bad wheel by that point as well, so well, that was it. Eden um, took advantage of it as well. She yeah. went right to work, but yeah. she came up short. I think Brody used her experience. Yeah, she'd already been in the ring with yeah. Eden this year, so she kind of knew probably yeah. what she had to do. Yeah, put her away, and then Moxie. I've never, I've never seen someone epitomise blood in the water. Yes. Then the look on Moxie's face as she's walking out with Brody holding her knee, um, like like that made me quite sick. Oh, wow. that it's made like me a quite descent. Sick. Moxie's been on this sort of like descent into madness. Yeah. She's had the she had the first shot earlier this year. She came up short. Mm-hmm. She had the second shot where I think she came closer than anyone to toppling yes. Serena Rose. Serena, yeah. for the first time, had to um, lower herself to using foreign objects to get yeah. the win. And Moxie's like, I, "This is I need my shot again. I need to get yeah. this." And she was going to do anything she could, and yeah. it it's turned her a bit scary. Like yeah. you know, it's she did look like she was just going to yeah. rip Brody's leg off. Yeah. But then Brody somehow comes back and wins the match to run the gauntlet. Um, but yeah, um, and then and then she wins. She's she's the game changer. So that's that. Like I, I'm so happy she's got this opportunity. I'm not so happy 
that it's against Serena because she's got previous form for ducking yeah. someone who she knows she's probably not going to. It's, it's been Brody in the past. She's been she's ducked Brody in the past. Well, they never um, wrestled one on one, to my knowledge. Yeah. So it'll be interesting um, to see what happens when so Brody does cash in. We will see. It's 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 very telling that she has this instant kill right there because um, it would be it would be it would be poetic justice mm-hmm. I think um, but we'll we'll get to that for for December and then oh boy <coughs> Foundation versus Game On yes. again and Foundation uh, finally came out on top against yeah. Game On to win the championship that is, that's bittersweet to yeah. me because again I thought this was going to be a culmination of what was what was Arguably one of the best series of yeah. matches we had this year, and um, one of the best rivalries we've had this year because we've had a few. Yeah. Um, Foundation versus Game On is definitely top of that top of that um, feud tree, but I don't know why they felt the need to to pretend to be what they're not, um, and and also fire in you know your your big bruiser brads to. To screw over game on, and like there's definitely not a tag team that needs to do these kind of things, but they could because they could. If you want my opinion, mm. I think it's because JP was kind of like sort of saying, "Oh well, they didn't need Bruiser Brads to do this." Like, I think they did. I think sometimes somebody's got your number, no matter how good you are. They did Somet- have twice. Sometimes there's that guy you just can't beat. Yeah, and I think that was. That they were like their bogey team. Game on was Foundation's bogey team. Bogey. They just they just couldn't get a win against them. And Duke even said it himself. I remember when they were facing off uh, after um, they'd won the number one contendership. Duke said, and I said this to him. Uh, you said they they were enough to bring everything. They did, and they did. Oh and Bruiser Brad was yeah. that everything. Well, but they I, they that they felt they needed to do that. Yeah, which shows you how highly they rate Game On. Yeah, and how good Game On were. And the the new tag team champions, and you know, it's not to say it's not well deserved, and it's not to say that that you know, game on weren't viable contenders because it was a fantastic match. But they are the champions, and that that that's that's the end of that's that. And um, then we've got our main event, mm-hmm. our ladder match, um, and I, I, again, like I I. Put Ian in this match because I was like, well, this this needs to this needs to finish. This needs to finish in the way that I think is is fairly fitting for both men, especially because he dug his hole and got himself in this ladder match. Yeah. Um, divers keeps proving me wrong, and you know there comes a point where I need people to step up, and you know it's, it's such a shame that that Bros got injured. It was uncomfortable to watch. Yes. Again, as as I've touched on it before, he's he, being very inspirational for everyone at the school. Yeah. He's one of the coaches at school. Takes time out of his own training schedule to help us. Yeah. And to see him go through what he went through was horrible. Yeah. Because again, we talked about it um, before. Divers is just dangerous, ruthless man. And and I think anyone that that gets put in against him now needs to realise, you know, there's a lot of people who historically have never given divers his due. Yeah. Um there there's a lot of people who who downplay everything divers has ever done. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that now. Um 
and you definitely look at his body of work this year alone for FCW. He's been he's been here a long time as well. Yeah. His body of work alone, the list of people that he's he's put on the shelf, yeah. he's he's beat up, sent to the hospital. He's injured Ian twice this year. Yeah. <laughs> he's barred him beyond exactly. twice. Um so yeah, like we are definitely closing the year out with just just the most ruthless, dangerous champion we've ever got. Yeah. It's a scary thought yeah. of getting in the ring with Ticket Divers right yeah. now. And we conclude with the fight before Christmas. A fight before Christmas. Great, which, great which, name. It's a great name, but like I did genuinely I did genuinely think of it on the spot. Apparently it's a bit of a cliche. It's it's oh. been done before. Well it's like the fight before Christmas. Oh, okay. But I, I thought like a fight before Christmas because it is a fight before Christmas mm-hmm. because it's like way before Christmas. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, it was at the start of December, wasn't yeah, it? In yeah. Perth. Like last year we didn't do a Christmas theme show because mm-hmm. we had other things on the on the on the card, but like, you know, I love Christmas. <laughs> so um so yeah, we, we start the year off with uh, we start the uh, show off with Nathan North versus Bruiser Brad Evans because yeah. again, what better way to to really give Nathan North the chance for revenge, but guess and this is something we forgot to mention as well. Yeah. His former best friend. Former not, best o- not only like did he cost uh, game on the belt, he cost his, his former best friend his title. But rather than let his stablemates go and win it honorably, yeah, he stabbed his best friend in the back or pile driven him into the mat rather uh, that night. But then Nathan got a measure of revenge. He did. He did. And again, like. That's maybe on Brad because like he should know what Nathan North has and again like that Jack Knife win was just beautifully executed. Yeah. So he should have seen that coming, in my opinion. But he got the win. Didn't didn't get to celebrate it for very long before Did he was beaten up by Brad. Yeah. And then so again, my bingo card is just like I don't have any ticks on it. No, it's the titles at this point. Like, um You you would you would think that Duke Cannon would come out to help him. It looked and, like he was. And he initially. looked like he was. But I, I don't think I don't think I've ever I've ever felt so so numb watching someone being beaten up by a steel chair. Yeah. Duke was on my team mm-hmm. winning FCW back and Literally what, th- three, four months before Three, four this. months ago. Yeah. And and he left his tag team partner damn near concussed in the middle of that ring he's been AWOL ever since been AWOL tore that patch that had some symbolic meaning tearing that patch off his back I I, I still don't know how to process it I really don't Um, it's one of the most shocking things I think I've ever seen happen in FCW because because Game on were my boys as well, you know. Um, we have a lot in common, you know. If if I ever put boots back on again, it was it was to team with those guys. I wanted that to happen at one point. That can't happen anymore. Duke's put Duke has put the yeah. nail in that coffin, and I I I genuinely don't know why. I genuinely don't know where it's going. He must have his reasons. <sighs> But we don't know what they are yet because he's, 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 like, he's gone completely off the grid. Like, so he's meant to be so, here tonight. Yeah, I was hoping maybe to even ask him about it tonight. But yeah, he's so, just uh, um, you know, from from what we typically had going on, um, it was I I can't I can't think of anything anything going on with it. So like 
We'll just need to wait and see time, what Duke time, says. Time will tell. When he eventually surfaces. But yeah. I'll, I'll keep trying him. Hopefully, yeah. he's, hopefully he's back for the next yeah. um, episode in January, but yeah. we'll just need to wait and see. And then we had a match I was really looking forward to seeing. Oh, you and Jimaki and Luke King Sharp. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I, again, two guys that really parallel each other, especially in like their their journey and everything that's that's been going on. Um, and you know, it was it was a, a fairly competitive match. And what what I didn't expect to happen was for Tom to get sent away. Yeah. And then just to have a match. Interesting one. Interesting one. Yeah. Um, but again, Tom tried to get involved, and Yoon Yoon wasn't for it. Again, this is this is. I want to believe. I want to believe that there's there's maybe a glimmer of hope for for the competitor that you used to be and can be at times, but I don't know. Maybe I, this like, is. Well, maybe you. Maybe you're right. Maybe this is some sort of weird test oh, that he's putting Tom through. Maybe. Maybe. maybe layers. Layers upon it. You mark it an onion. But yeah. layers. <laughs> like an onion. Like an onion. So again, time will tell with this. Um, and then we got the combination of uh, Addy Roberts' reign of terror on on the meat pack. <laughs> <and> meat. <laughs> Um, I'm so happy that they've they've finally got to get, got one over Andy. Uh, I I like I I again tag team wrestling. Love it. Love tag team wrestling. I love them. Um, and as much as Andy Roberts is is responsible for uh, Tommy Cartel as well, like everyone in that ring has Andy Roberts to thank um, for them having the the opportunities to to do this this wonderful thing we call pro wrestling. Um, they're not a tag team. No. They're not a tag team. Tommy Cartel is a very selfish man. So is Andy Roberts. Yeah. Um, those two are a team. Um, and, you know, they they brought every single pound of meat to that match um, and and came up trumps. And I know they have made their own uh, intentions known. They made it very clear after that very, match. Very, very clear. They um, want the tag team championships. I, I, I emoji. I see. I see them. I see them. Okay. Um, and then... And then we got, wow! It's just a, a bookend, or a show for bookends yeah. when it comes to Sebastian Asher versus Omar Mohammed. Um, the match itself, you know, it was always going to be, you know, a fight. What's more important to talk about was what happened after. Yeah. What happened after? Because you know, Asher won. Sebastian Three. needed it as well. Yeah. I said it on the preview. Uh, in the last podcast, which he, Sebastian needed this. Yeah, he needed he needed to bury the ghost of uh, Omar Mohammed. Not yeah. only that, he's buried the ghost of Glory Hunting Agencies. But then, but then, like he won off his own merit. Yeah. Marcus Marcus bollocks it to be perfectly honest. And Asher had to step up and 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 get the win himself. Do you think that was a light bulb moment for Sebastian? Yeah, more than likely. That more he's than likely, like, he's he's probably been building up to it before all year round. To be honest, because Sebastian he's, he's had a, he's had his fair share of losses this year. Yeah, and Mark's not been a help to him. He certainly hasn't. All of a sudden, like you said, Marcus is he he he, he screwed up trying to interfere. Yeah. Sebastian ends up getting the win on his own. He's thinking, well, I don't need him. Yeah. And you know, some people might think it's uh, it's it's several great. Some people might think it's actually cruel. But to see Marcus sat with his with his Contact life ripped up. literally in tatters yeah. around him, you reap what you sow. Yeah, you reap what you sow. Um, and I've, you know, time can only tell now what Sebastian Asher's uh, off to do. Uh, um, well, the, the, he could do anything now. Yeah, he's a free man. Yeah, yeah. I posted um, that uh, that EastEnders meme 
of the I've got nothing left thing about Marcus Hunter. I think that sums him up quite well. Yeah, he, he, he does have nothing he left. He doesn't have Omar anymore, he doesn't have Sebastian, he doesn't have the company, he has I, nothing. I, I, but again, like other people have asked me why I kept him around after. Yeah, fair question. He, but, you know, I, I, I knew he was desperate, I knew he was a desperate man, and there was nothing more more gratifying than him losing his grip on everything that he holds dear. As much as he had Sebastian Asher, as much as he was riding his hopes on the rumble in the game changer, that didn't come to pass. Omar came back, you know, to to try and deal that death blow, um, and he's, he's kind of just dug his own hole, to uh-huh. be honest. Fair play to him, good riddance. Yeah. And then the last thing we need to talk about yeah. was our last main event of the year: Dicky Divers versus Retro Randy Valentine. And again, here's a man who's earned it. Here's a man who's earned to go for the big one he's always talked about it since he's come back he's here to um, cash checks and, and put checks and no, championships baby. checks and championships that's what it's about yeah um, so what what better way and again like he's, he does nothing but wind divers up so yeah. you know um, but hey ho we, 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 we leave the year power couple reign supreme yeah power couple reign supreme power couple reign supreme um, you know and it's it's not it wasn't for the lack of trying like I know Randy had put some extra time at Dap Dub to get himself ready yeah. for this match as well. I heard he was doing some extra shifts with like Jay Robin and that. Yep. Uh, trying to get yep. again shout out Jay. He's been yep. uh, helping Randy out. Absolutely. I nearly paid it off to be fair. Yeah. yeah. But um, again, Serena's getting involved now in Divers matches. Yeah. Going to make it even harder. Yeah. For anyone to take it off Divers. Yeah. Um, so. So. That's so that's all of our shows and I know we've, we've talked enough I know but I will end it on one question for you what yeah. can FCW fans expect from FCW and Dab Dub in 2024 because we've got more uh, showcases uh, next yeah. year as well yeah uh, well, it's, that's, that's a fantastic question um, and when it comes to what can you expect from the FCW roster themselves I don't know but from me this is this has been a pretty heavy year for me. There's been a lot happened, personally, professionally. Um, you know that whole thing with Marcus really threw me for a loop, and uh, you know Duke's recent out outgoings and, and carryings on aside, it really showed that there are people who are willing to fight for what's right. I kind of feel like I maybe need to take a step back from being so heavily involved in these things and the conflicts that are happening and allow the wrestlers the chance and opportunity to sort it out amongst themselves. What what better way to 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 deal with these conflicts than, than these guys deciding how it's going to go down. So potentially you might see less of me interfering with these with these kind of things. Depends on what's going on. I won't let anything dangerous happen. I won't let anything untoward happen. Um but I kind of leave it in the hands of the people that need to need to deal with it themselves. Yeah. Um, there, there's there's so many unanswered questions. There's so many things going on. We've got probably the most prestigious titles in the country that people are clamouring for, um, and the the current title holders need to properly properly prepare. Um, each and every month um, especially like Spike he's got Taylor Bite, he's got to prepare for that um, uh, foundation they've got to prepare for, prepare for Casino Brutal oh, absolutely the hottest rising tag team in the country Dickie Divers 
his his announcements coming imminently about who he's got. Um, uh, Serena's got a massive, like I say, instant kill button. I called it the, the briefcase of Damocles. The briefcase of Damocles. Yeah, like hanging it. over her, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we've got the uh, Doctor of Tile. Oh, I don't know. That is that is going to be. We're going to touch on more on that in January's episode. Yes, um, yes. That's going to be that's going to be great. I'm gunning for that. I'm going for the double. Why not? What? It is absolutely anyone's game to win, and uh, we will we will absolutely make it very aware of how that's going to go down. Nice very very soon. Um, uh, but that's 2023, and I just want yeah. to I just want to personally thank you for everything you've done for for that dub and FCW. Thank you. Um, you've absolutely been you know one of the, uh, an absolute asset to the team at any given any given situation. Um, anything you ask, you're just okay. Give us what you need. That's what we need. Um, and you're not alone in that attitude, and that is that is one of the reasons why we're the one of the most unique places to do this wonderful thing we call pro wrestling. Um, and you know uh, it is entirely a team effort and it makes it a, a joy to put this together um, I don't think people realise how much of a 24-7 thing this is for me alone let alone anyone else that's that's involved in, in the decision making um, but you know you guys make it easy for me to do that part of my job so yeah thank you Thank you everyone for listening. Yeah. Jesus, we've we've rattled on. Um, ah, but yeah, there's a lot of good stuff to talk about. A lot of good stuff so, to yeah. talk about. Um, ah, boys, I'm back here with your brew. All right, that was your two in the cow, and there you go as well. So, what were you actually talking about? Uh, this is cold. I know, right? <laughs> I know. It's been away for a while. <laughs> we, we we we've recapped the year, yeah. uh, Johnny Andy. So uh, the year, yeah. just what. Uh, Every day of the year, or what? I mean, you... We've talked enough. We're not going through it again. Yeah. Right. Is this the sign that you're wanting us to leave? Oh, yeah. You, you, yeah. Well, I do have to get get the alarm on and switch lights off and everything. So. Right. I would appreciate it if you bugger off. Right. Cool. That's our time to go. Come that on. is our time to go. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. I'll let yeah. you wrap up. So yeah, this has been the FCW uh, podcast Christmas special with Commissioner Kevin Williams. I've been Patrick Petersky, without my usual co-host Duke Cannon, but. Hopefully you'll turn up again soon. We'll see. But until next time, uh, have a great Christmas. See you guys in January. Bye-bye. So if you know you like to have a big daddy, yeah. I used to watch the wrestling back in my day. Oh, yeah. That's when men were men, women were objects, and children were an